The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. It's Friday. Great to have you with us. 888 900 It's great to have you with us. Yeah, it's, I'm glad to be back. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're so glad to have you back. In fact, really? may I kiss you? I'm that happy that you're back, Pat. I feel a little uncomfortable you now really? at this particular point. Oh, okay. It's a little bit... Uh, Sorry, not how I expected that to go, but... Uh, a little bit of sexual harassment to start off the show. Happy that you're here. Um, unwanted advances. Unwanted. From my, my okay. producer. All right. I mean, I, I don't know what kind of signals you've been getting, but I have not been sending uh, romantic signals your way. I'm, 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 Just so you I'm know. that lost without you here. Just Pat. so you know. I think that's... <laughs> okay, so no on the kissing. Uh, no on the okay. kissing. Yeah, I, I'd say that's pretty safe to say. Okay. Uh, you know, maybe Tom Brokaw should have handled it that way. At least <laughs> ask. Hey, do you mind if I kiss you right now? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling pretty warm and friendly towards you and, uh, you know... Here, here we are in London, and here we are in London. I'm at your hotel in London, and at your hotel in London, I'm feeling quite romantic. And and then she could have said yes or no, whatever the case may be, probably no. And then you know he moves on with his life. You don't just grab and try, do you? No. Apparently, he does. Uh, a couple of women are now accusing uh, Tom Brokaw of sexual harassment. So you got Matt Lauer, arguably NBC's biggest star, out. And, I mean, even included in, in this particular accusation, there's more accusations against him. Hmm. In fact, they discussed it. On the Today Show this morning. Allegations of sexual harassment against Tom Brokaw. NBC senior national correspondent Kate Snow was here with more on this story. Hey, Kate, good morning. Hoda, good morning. Overnight good morning. allegations morning. have surfaced morning, against longtime NBC News anchor Tom Brokaw and our former mm-hmm. colleague Matt Lauer as well. Both men mm-hmm. refute the accusations that are being made against them. Meanwhile, another former NBC anchor, Ann Curry, is also speaking out along with others, criticizing NBC News's division, the NBC News division for what they say is an atmosphere that enabled sexual misconduct and made it difficult to report. I was groped and assaulted Mm. by Tom Brokaw. Linda Vester was a correspondent for NBC News in the 1990s. Overnight, Variety published her allegations that veteran NBC anchorman Tom Brokaw harassed her and made several unwanted advances during her time with the network. Vester says Brokaw once showed up at her hotel room in New York City uninvited, at first Mm. putting his finger on her lips, then grabbing her. He took the same hand reached behind my head and tried to force me to kiss him. Vester says she quickly pulled away and claims Brokaw tried to kiss her again before leaving. I stood there for a couple of minutes and just shook out of sheer panic. Vester says she kept a diary of the incident and told friends, both verified by Variety. She says a similar incident occurred in London a year later, accusing Brokaw of turning up at her apartment uninvited and again Mm. trying to kiss her. 
In a statement, Brokaw says, I met with Linda Vester on two occasions, both at her request 23 years ago, because she wanted advice with respect to her career at NBC. The -hmm. meetings were brief, cordial, and appropriate. And despite Linda's allegations, I made no romantic overtures towards her at that time or any other. A spokesman for NBC News declined to comment on the Brokaw allegations. Vester says she didn't say anything at the time because she feared Brokaw could ruin her career. Because of his power, I was unable to talk about it, so I was silenced. A second unnamed woman says Brokaw acted inappropriately toward her in the 90s as well. Brokaw says no such incident happened. Also overnight, the Washington Post revealing that 12 current or former NBC staffers say they were sexually harassed at the network but did not report it. That includes two new allegations against former Today anchor Matt Lauer. One woman claims the anchor exposed himself in his office and asked her to touch him. Another says Lauer had sex with her in his office. I would be surprised if many uh, women did not understand that there was a climate of verbal harassment um, that existed. Former Today co-host Ann Curry tells the Washington Post overnight she was approached by a female staffer in 2012 who told her she was sexually harassed physically by Lauer and was afraid of losing her job. Curry reportedly says at the time she told two members of NBC management that, quote, they had a problem with Lauer and they needed to keep an eye on him. To me that, you know, a lot of this plays into the stereotype that women have no power when they do. Um, I, I just, I don't buy that because he's a big anchor. You can't say anything to management. I don't know. Uh, fascinating, though, because just about to a person, that's how it went. Uh, they, they had these little incidents, and they said nothing about it till 20, 30, 40 years later. Really hard to prove, but you don't need to. Just the accusation is, is enough now, pretty much. Um. As far as Brokaw saying there were no romantic overtures, well, no. Grabbing somebody and trying to kiss him isn't exactly romantic. Oh, no. Uh, trying to just impose your will on a woman is not romantic. So you're probably right about that. Uh, and then the, the new Lauer allegations where he exposed himself and asked a woman to touch him. Mm. And then a woman who says that they had sex in his office. In no implication even there of it being non-consensual. If he didn't force himself on her, if he just said, hey, uh, you want to go? And she's game? Well, then that's just an office affair, isn't it? What are you even bringing that up for? Unless he forced you, then that's a different deal. But it's... uh, so sad that so many women for so many years have been going through this and and just said nothing, did nothing. Because we've heard both sides of this. We've heard uh, from women who have said, yeah, you don't, you don't understand how difficult that is when you're trying to keep your job and you've got a family to support. And conversely, uh, I put, I, we've heard from women who have said, I've put men in their place and they knew not to do that again. I, you know, I, I think that's doable. And I think it was doable even back then because a lot of women did it. I guess there's some risk involved. Uh, interesting, though. Linda Vester was on Fox News for a while, too, wasn't she? 
think she went uh, from NBC to Fox. And I don't know where she is now or what she's doing, if she's even in uh, the broadcast industry anymore. Uh, But uh, now Tom Brokaw is a big part of this uh, sexual, sexual, sexual harassment story. Sexual, sexual, sexually harassed. That's a story he couldn't have done. Right. When he was on the air, he would have had to use some other word. He didn't plan ahead in multiple ways. (laughs) So uh, her two friends that she mentions, Linda Vester's friends, she says she told at the time, both have corroborated her story. So just a matter of, you know, who you believe. Kind of like the Bill Cosby thing. Because I don't know that they had any hard evidence uh, in the trials, in the trial against him. He was convicted of sexual assault for uh, an incident in 2004. And this time, the jury was not hung. The jury was pretty decisive. Didn't take all that long. Is it a day, maybe a day and a half? Came back guilty on all counts. So... The women in this case have said that they were pretty surprised because it was a he said, she said thing. And they thought, you know, maybe they'd believe Bill Cosby again. They didn't. And Cosby now faces up to 30 years in prison. Yeah. He's 80, right? So, I mean, essentially, that's life in prison for him. Really something else. And to think that this all started back in 2014 with that uh is it Hannibal Burris is that his name his a stand-up comedian uh in his routine where he talked about Bill Cosby raping women out of the blue he just brings this up because Cosby even though he'd been accused before and there was some rumors about it and there were some stories about it it had really died down and nobody was talking about it and it looked like Bill Cosby was home free and then this comedian blurts it out at a stand-up comedy routine and starts the whole thing snowballing. Yeah, it just says Google Bill Cosby mm. rape, and you'll see lots of results. Wow. Um, by the way, the sentencing, the judge is required to announce a sentence within 100 days of conviction. So that would put us, by the end of July, Cosby will know his fate. Wow. So that's a while. Yeah. Um, and I guess he could get more lenient treatment uh, but they are expecting some jail time aren't they i, I think he'll probably do time mm. for this and if he's guilty in it they found him guilty so he is then he deserves it i don't care if he's 80 i don't care if he was america's dad in the 1980s 80s i i don't care if he was a funny comedian <laughs> you do the crime you do the time even if you're bill cosby so uh, it's it's been an interesting week this week uh, on the sexual harassment front again. This whole thing has kind of kicked back into gear. It seems seemed like it quieted down on the uh, Me Too front for a while, and now uh, now that Cosby has been taken care of, one of the L.A. prosecutors is looking uh, looking into the Harvey Weinstein stuff pretty extensively now. So we'll keep an eye on that too, because that's what started this whole deal. And he continues to live his life. I mean, he lost his company and his movie uh, making ability, apparently, at the time. 
and uh, probably lost out on any future awards. But still, he's already made, you know, tens or hundreds of millions of dollars. We'll see if he gets charged and uh, loses his freedom. 888-900-3393. Also, later on today, it's another Flex Seal Product of Families demonstration. We're pretty (laughs) excited about this one. Yeah. Uh, Because in the commercial, the Flex Glue bonds immediately. They they put two strips of Flex Glue on a cinder block. Put another cinder block on top of it, squish it down, and pick it up immediately, and they both they both are picked up. I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. If that is true, if that's accurate, that's a heck of a product. Yeah, we have the cinder blocks ready to go over here on the side. Okay. And, uh, maybe we got we some can, bricks, too, we're right? We're going to try to find some bricks. Um, I'm sure there's something around this big studio. So it's going to be awesome when it works, right? It's going to work, right? Oh, well, you know, based on how well the tape uh <laughs> demonstration win. You got to believe it's <laughs> going to work. Yeah, don't try Please. to compare Flex Seal with Flex Glue. Right, a completely, a completely, completely different, different product. I mean, still in the same family. They're related, mm-hmm. obviously related, but yeah. Uh, 888-900-3393. It is uh, sadly no secret that our veterans are basically forgotten and left to their own devices by the government they, they've served to protect. Uh, but that's where we come in as Americans. We fill in that gap. You know, there's tens of thousands of veterans organizations, 72,000 to be specific, and none of them help pay funeral costs for vets. Now, the Veterans Administration, when, you, when a veteran dies, no matter how they die, whether it's suicide or in battle or, you know, they, they get sick or whatever the case may be, they send up to $300 for funeral costs. In some cases, it's like $30. Uh, we heard of a case earlier this week with a longtime veteran uh, who was murdered by her uh, boyfriend and her family didn't claim her body. They called Troy. Troy was the only one who would take care of her. The VA sent $71.67. To bury this woman. Thanks. That's great. Now, the average funeral cost is about $7,000, but you can spend an awful lot more. So, Troy Walker was determined to help pay for a proper funeral for veterans. He being a veteran himself. And so, he turned some scrap lumber into these great-looking American flags. Uh, isn't that, I mean, they're beautiful. They cost around $125. You can buy one of these and get something out of it. Or you could just, if all you can do is donate five bucks, that would be huge for him. A lot of great things on the website with sales benefit benefiting those who served. Troy himself gets nothing out of this. He doesn't take a salary for this. Help support veterans and their families by going to dogtagfurniture.com. Dogtagfurniture.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. 888 900 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. 
Uh, Brett Bear had a pretty good interview with James Comey. And, I mean, it's... It was fun. (laughs) He really held his feet to the fire. Mm -hmm. This is great. You know, Comey's been making the rounds. He's trying to sell his book, trying to make a bunch of money off of this. And very few people have ever really dug in and tried to get some serious answers out of this guy. Brett Beard did. Here's what happened. When did you learn that the DNC and Hillary Clinton campaign had funded Christopher Steele's work? Yeah, I still don't know that for a fact. What do you mean? What? I've only seen it in the media. I never knew exactly which Democrats had funded. I knew it was funded first by Republicans. opposed that's to Donald. that's not true. I'm sorry? That's not true. That the dossier that Christopher Steele worked on was funded by Republicans? Yeah, my understanding was his work started funded by Oppo, as Oppo Research, funded by Republicans. So Free Beacon uh, and said that they had Glenn Simpson and Fusion GPS on a kind of a retainer, but they did not fund the Christopher Steele memo or the dossier. That was initiated by Democrats. Okay, my understanding was the activity was begun <laughs> that, that Steele was hired wow. to look into, was first funded by Republicans, then picked up, the important thing was picked up by Democrats opposed to Donald Trump. So is that why, did you tell President Obama that the dossier was ever, who it was funded by? No, not to my recollection. Did you want to know who it was funded by? I wanted to know what I knew, which is it was funded by people politically opposed to Donald Trump. Okay. Which particular opponents wasn't that important? Well, when to me. did you? So you still to this day don't know that it was funded by the DNC or? I've read the that in the campaign? media, but I don't know for a fact and didn't know why I was at the FBI. Who? Which exact opponent of the president's funded that? What? <laughs> That's Can you believe that? Head of the FBI wanting you to know multiple times, and Brett Baer knows more about his investigation than he does. Right. I mean, that is an Obama cop out. I read that in the media. That is a quote from the FBI director investigating whether or not Holy our election was compromised. Nah, I don't know. I read that one. I, yeah, I don't know. Media thing. You know, I know some people were saying that. <laughs> you didn't look into it? Nah, I wasn't really that interested, to tell you the truth. I, I didn't really care that much. I mean, the, that, that is worse than if he had told Brett Baer. Tell you what. On page 88 of my book, wow. you can find that answer. Yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you just want to sell books, I understand that. I don't understand that you don't have the knowledge at all that the dossier was funded by the Democrats, which it was. Well, I've read that in the media, but I I don't know. You couldn't look that up? I mean, look into it? (laughs) Uh, That is as mind-boggling a segment as I think I've ever seen from a government, uh, high-level government employee. Guy was head of the FBI. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you can't expect him to know this. No, oh, so, I mean, please. Only the head of the FBI. Pat. Some things are just unknowable. There you go. You know, and, and not that this is, but I just, I didn't care that much. I'm not all that curious about it. <laughs> Wait, and, and he talks what? about how I was there when somebody <laughs> briefed Obama. Um, you know, I mean, wait. Okay, <laughs> he was the president. Yeah. You were the head of the FBI. Uh-huh. Why aren't you the one telling this to the president? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know. Mm. I mean, there's no words. <laughs> Seriously. There's there's n- no way you can explain that or get your head around that. I mean, that is as bad as it could probably get. 
How embarrassing. And he doesn't seem the least bit embarrassed by it. <laughs> no, he just keeps rolling. He just keeps rolling. What? What do you... Yeah, I didn't... Uh, no, I didn't know that. I, I've heard about that. I'm sorry, I... Brett. I didn't come here expecting to answer these questions. And Hell, that's I've the thing. never expected to have to answer these questions, even during the investigation, apparently. And you notice, nobody else asked him that. Mm-hmm. He's never had to say that before. Because nobody even bothered to ask. That is incredible, frankly. Incredible. Guy's done every interview you can possibly do in the last month. And nobody asked him that question until Brett Bear. Good for Brett Bear. That was uh, that was nicely done. Maybe it's page eighty-eight. I don't know. Somewhere. I don't know. I, you know, I'd, I'd heard that there's some Democratic financing of that, but I didn't. I didn't really care who it was. <laughs> uh, you know, if it was Hillary, whatever, could have been Richard Gebhardt. I don't know. I don't oh. really care. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, it gets weirder every single day, every day. 888 Some good things have happened this week, though. And I think you've got to attribute this. It's been kind of a mixed bag, I think, for the president this week. Um, but on the North and South Korean front, you have to give him credit. You have to. This has never happened before. So you could say, oh, uh, well, uh, this, is, this has nothing to do with Trump. Really? Um. Ronald Reagan didn't get it done. Uh, George H.W. Bush didn't get it done. Bill Clinton didn't come anywhere near getting it done. All he did was send him money as a bribe. Hey, please stop doing what you're doing. We're just going to keep paying you. We'll, like, bribe you. Is that all right? George W. Bush did nothing about it. Barack Obama certainly didn't do anything about it. And now it's Donald Trump... And his, his tactic, his, oops, some cutlery down here or something. <laughs> and Chris um, Cruz leaves messes behind when he uh, is in here with Doc. Yeah, yeah like I noticed plates that. and glasses yeah, yeah. and forks. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's Jeffy's side. Oh, oh and okay. that's who was sitting in that chair yesterday. That's why. So that's Jeffy's mess down that's there. That's why. <laughs> so uh, it comes down to Donald Trump and Donald Trump's strategy. Involving Kim Jong-un, which was tough. People were concerned about it. They yeah. were worried about it. They were scared. And yet, quickly, pretty dang quickly, we've gotten to this point. Kim Jong-un, for the first time ever, went uh, south of the DMZ and shakes and holds hands with South Korean leader Moon Jae-in. Take a look at this. That's cool. I mean, here they are, meeting. Look at that. Hold, right there shaking hands. On the border. Huge. I mean that. I mean hugely historic. Trump fought fire with fire. He did. And look at this. I mean, we wouldn't even have fathomed this scene. Yeah. Of these two leaders, North and South Korea, shaking hands. I mean, they can't let each other's hands go. Right. Look at that. I, I think, oh, it's now so they're sweet. walking with their hands together. I mean, now we're back to the beginning. They, they might. They might be in love now. Who knows? I mean, this seems to be a the, sort the, of a chemistry at this rate. You know. Yeah. I mean, this kind of progress has been fast. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. The hand-holding thing is, uh, it's become a thing mm-hmm. from international leaders. Well, you know yeah. what I said? Trump, yeah. Trump and Macron yeah. held hands this week. I, I'll never forget how bizarre I thought it was. And I was, a, I was still a pretty big fan of the president. But I got to tell you, when he was holding hands in the Rose Garden with the Saudi prince, I don't remember if it was the king or the prince, one of the princes of Saudi Arabia, and they were holding hands walking through the garden. I'm like, 
really? Why is that a thing? Well, they do that in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but this is the United States of America, so why are they holding hands in the Rose Garden? Uh, but these guys kind of held hands, too, and mm-hmm. shook hands multiple times, and then yep. held hands as they walked over some embankment, and uh, it, was, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. But, Man. I mean, that is historic. That is amazing. Say what you totally. will about Trump and his policies. He helped get us to that point. I don't think you can argue otherwise. No, you cannot. And Lindsey Graham, I thought, made a good point this morning when he was tweeting out that, uh, hey, we're not there yet, but um, Trump needs to be considered for a Nobel Peace Prize if this thing ends as well as it's beginning. I mean, that's amazing, but true. It's amazing, but true. I agree completely. And we'll see if this is real. You know, if Kim Jong-un is serious here, we'll see. Maybe he's just playing some kind of game. I, I don't know, but it this is a pretty good start. And yeah, if it works out, you got to consider Trump for a Nobel Prize. 888 900 It's Free Speech Friday. Whatever's on your mind. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Great story this is. Uh, if you've listened for very long, you know that I'm a, a fan of BYU Cougars. <laughs> uh, their arch rival, uh, the Snowflake University of Utah. <laughs> Wait, that's in it, the title? Yes, name? yes. It's the Snowflake <laughs> University of Utah. Wow. They've instituted a cry closet <laughs> at Utah this week uh, for finals week. <laughs> okay. Isn't that wonderful? That sounds like a fun Good time. for them. Good for them. (laughs) (laughs) So great. An art installation at the University of Utah campus is turning heads and sparking a buzz on social media during finals week. We have two tests tomorrow and then another one on Friday and then another one next Wednesday. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) University of Utah freshman Chidi Ananowal said uh, they load us up with finals like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, it's called... um, College. college. That's college. what it's called. Are you sure? Yeah, college. Okay, sounded familiar. Um, isn't that kind of <laughs> when you sign up for classes, yeah. you kind of know there's this thing called, what is it called? Uh, f- uh, finals, finals week? Yeah. It was finals week. Right. And so that's where you take the last test of all those classes. Remember when you signed up for back in August? Yeah, so in December, it kind of mm-hmm. works that way. And then you sign up later on, and then it happens again in the spring. I know it's a cyclical thing. I'm sorry you didn't plan ahead, sir, but good grief. That's amazing, man. They load us up with finals like you wouldn't believe. It's according to Jaden Skinner, another freshman. He's studying biomedical engineering, and you're worried about taking a <laughs> test for finals week? Jeez, man. Good luck. Boy, that's a doctor I want. I, I hear that um, there's a hospital in Liverpool where you would fit in perfectly there and with there's that the, degree. There's the oh, cry closet right there. It. Isn't that nice? So they can go in there and yell and scream and cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, no, what? You're laughing at a detail you've already read. What's going on? College of Fine Arts senior uh, Nemo Miller built that space. Okay. uh, So that people could go in there. Okay. And, well, 
Cry. Cry. Yeah. Uh, the makeshift room features a narrow door and inside dark fabric lining and a plush floor filled with stuffed animals. I can't. Isn't that... I cannot. That's, that is beautiful. That... That's the word we're going with? Beautiful. It's beautiful. We're for going these with beautiful. Kids. Okay. Keep we'll in go. mind, it's University of Utah. They need this. Yeah, and it's Friday, so this. we'll go with beautiful. beautiful. Mm-hmm. A timer hangs on the inside do- of the door, <laughs> and two dome lights provide a low ambient light. On the outside of the door, a framed page reads a safe place <laughs> for stressed out students. It's <laughs> embarrassing. Are you kidding me? Wait a minute. There's a timer? Yeah. Like you don't I, get as much time I, as you want. Apparently in there? not. I don't know. <gasps> the space is meant to provide a place. Well, can you imagine there's 30,000 students of you? And so, you know, probably 29,500 of them are uh, going to be used in this closet. That's you can't, true. You can't hog the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they need more closets. Yeah. Maybe they need more cry closets. But this, I mean, you can't rush that, that, that. That process you of can't. Like decompression, and, right? And you got to cry it out. I mean, everybody takes longer to to cry than. Well, you others. need to sit on the floor of the cry closet, uh, grab a bunch of the stuffed animals in your arms mm. while you rock back and forth and weep. You know that takes a little time. It does. Or you could spend that time. I don't know what's the word studying. Yeah, studying yeah, for could. those finals that you're taking right now. Right, but that that's silly. Okay. To ask them to do that, it's too stressful. Yes, sir. The space is meant to provide a place for students studying for finals to take a short 10-minute break. So they can stay there for 10 minutes. Oh, oh only the 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Wow, that's kind of rushing them. Hmm. <laughs> right? I, mean, I, mean, it's I a process. can't wait until... And you've got these trolls from the University of Utah that every story that comes out about, about BYU, they're jumping right on. They're always the first comments. Always Utah fans who just... I mean, have no life, apparently, other than to try to piss off BYU fans. <laughs> this, I, how do you, I'd love to see you comment after the cry closet oh, story. Oh, you better hang on to that. Oh, Here's I what am. you do. Here's what you do. Take that story, fold it up, put it in your bag. Yep. And then when you get home, just, this is, this is what I do. I mean, because I'm ridiculous. I'll take something like that, mm-hmm. and then I'll tape it. I'm an old man. I will tape that story. To September on my calendar, mm-hmm. whenever you guys play Utah, mm-hmm. just, just have that as a reminder. So when you flip that calendar, if things don't fun. go well for BYU, yeah. you know, or, at least or, we don't have a cry oh, closet. Oh, wait a minute. You could say, at least we don't have a cry closet. Or when BYU beats Utah, mm-hmm. you can say, hey, guys, maybe you can go to your, go to cry your safe space and your put cry that closet. Link. <laughs> yeah. Some teddy bears in there. <laughs> you can just sit there and hold them to your chest while you weep and rock. Gently. Who's going to win this year? BYU or Utah? Oh, BYU's going to win this. Okay. Well, then it's going to be fun. Unlike the last seven straight stinking years. <laughs> okay. Well, this has made year. this so very painful. And that, well, that's why they built the cry closet in that's anticipation why. of this year's game with BYU. Right. Exactly. Uh, and this is a fun year because it's the, uh, like it used to be in the old days, it's the last game of the season for both schools. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, then you well be- except for the bowl game, the BYU, the playoffs that BYU goes to. Oh, they go to every year? Yeah. Is that how that works out? Every single year they're there, right? <laughs> well, no, not every year. But oh, most years. This will be the first. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, I, you know, we, earlier this week and a couple of weeks ago, we've been talking about the situation in San Francisco. It is... Grotesque. I, it's really unbelievable. It is really unbelievable to see what the Democrat policies in that city have brought that city the you know we've told you the stories of the human piles of feces for blocks and blocks and blocks the trash 
the used needles, the drug paraphernalia, the garbage all over the place. On really nice San Francisco city streets, the smell. You, you go outside in some of these places and you oh, it just reeks. Now, somebody has taken some video of what has happened in one of the busiest BART stations. That's Bay Area Rapid Transit. One of the busiest BART stations in the whole Bay Area. Uh, look at this. Junkies shooting up right out in the open as compu- commuters head by and uh, catch their trains. New at 5, we have shocking video of what's going on in one of the busiest BART stations in the Bay Area. Several junkies blatantly shooting up out in the open. Others slumped along the corridors. This is San Francisco's Civic Center station. We sent KPIX 5's Wilson Walker to ask the mayor and BART, what are you doing about all of this? Open IV drug use, unconscious men and women, piles of vomit on either side of the hallways. This is a morning walk through the Civic Center, Bart and Muni station. And one more, I just, I got to pull out the camera. I got to show my friends this. They're not going to believe it. And over the course of a week, Shannon Gafford documented his trip to work. You may find the video shocking. You may find it routine. Every day, every morning, 5.30, 6 o'clock. It's, I mean, you can see there's dozens of them and needles everywhere, crack, heroin. It's a real concern for our riders and, and we appreciate that. What we have to do is make the most of the resources, the limited resources that we have. Hey BART, which has been pledging to address these problems, says it's recruiting more community service officers, more than 30 new sworn officers, and 20 new station cleaners. But will that be enough? The situation on our BART stations is simply unacceptable. Borders disastrous. You think? San Francisco Mayor Mark Farrell, who today unveiled a $13 million plan to get needles, among other things, off of city streets. But the city's jurisdiction ends when you head down those BART stairs. I don't care at the end of the day if now we have jurisdictional issues. As mayor, I want to get something done, and I want to make sure that these BART stations are cleaned up. Now, while homeless services are offered to those in the city's BART stations, the mayor says San Francisco police may be needed because BART admits it is simply overwhelmed by the crisis that has landed in its hallways. We're in the midst of a national homelessness crisis, and we're also in the middle of a national drug crisis. And unfortunately, as a transit agency, we have limited resources, and we're not really equipped to deal with these social issues. So this, for now, is the status quo, a daily commute through a human crisis that shows no end. You do. You feel bad for these people in a way. I mean, because you are human and you see them. This isn't going anywhere, it looks like. It's just getting worse. In San Francisco, Wilson Walker, KBIX 5. That is incredible. How dare that mayor say, we don't have enough resources. Uh, I know what the tax rates are in your state. I looked up your sales tax. You got plenty of resources to take care of this. You just don't. Oh, that's and then to and then to go well. This is a national crisis. No, this is your crisis. This is your local crisis. Don't try to don't try to make it out like every city is going through this. I never see that. It, don't, we have Dart. We have an equivalent here. Yep. Never seen anything like that. I've never seen anything like that. It's just wow. uh, that is outrageous. That camera walked through that corridor, and if you're listening on the Blaze Radio, <sighs> just imagine a hallway, both sides. Lined with people with needles hanging out of their arms, vomit all over the place, just injecting right as they're wa- as people are walking by. They don't care, right uh, out in the open. America, this is America now. I'm, I'm just you talk about a disgusting and 
dangerous situation. You know, do, dirty used needles all over the place and vomit all over the place and and people strewn out all over the corridor. But hey, it's a progressive paradise, Pat, San Francisco. It's a modern well, city. I mean, we've had nothing but stories of what a paradise it is lately. This, again, you know, this is what 60 years of Democrat progressive policies have wrought. <laughs> this... This is not a national thing. This is a a California thing. This is a San Francisco thing. Is it happening in other big cities like this where Democrats rule? You bet, because the same policies are bringing the same results. It just happens to be more pronounced in San Francisco because the problem has been so bad for so long there that now uh, the inmates are just running the asylum. Mm. Mm. Uh, that is a sickening story. You. You know, you might look at that and you might think, uh, Soviet Union circa 1979 or 80, maybe. Nope. 2018 San Francisco, California, United States of America. That's just, uh, I mean, we've had a lot of stories about San Francisco. That might be the most poignant of all so far. Yeah. Images Holy cow. can be very powerful and. They were there. And, so you, and will that finally do something for them? Will that finally spa, spark some uh, action? That's the question. Yeah, go check this out later, theblazetv.com. you got to see these images. Uh, just uh, Oof. Wow. Really, really uh, disturbing. 888-900-3393. Um, like so many Americans, you probably have a gun at home for personal protection. When was the last time you practiced with it, though? Uh... Yeah, if it's been a while, you need iTarget Pro. iTarget Pro has revolutionized home firearm training. Because usually, you can't train with your firearm at home. But with iTarget Pro, uh, you certainly can. You can become more proficient with the firearm you actually have. And in the place where you might have to actually use it. You use your smartphone and their app, which has a laser in place of the bullet... And it detects exactly where your shots are landing, as Keith's daughter is demonstrating here. That's awesome. So you, you see it, you hear it. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, you are putting a bullet into your gun that is just a laser beam. So every time you shoot, you're shooting the target, you walk up to your phone there, and it shows you where you have hit on that target. It's really great. It's such really cool. a cost-effective way to teach your family how to be proficient at shooting. Yeah, think of all the... All the uh, ammo you don't have to buy when you use this. Right now, save 10% with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. Save money, save time, and take your skill to the next level. With the letter I, then TargetPro.com, offer code PAT, iTargetPro.com, as Brad Staggs joins us. You know, in in here you talk about that. We do the commercials for iTarget Pro, too, down in the studio. And I had a dream. I think it was last night. I I had a dream that I went to the range, and I was... I bought ammo and, uh, there's, and I thought, oh man, people are going to get so mad at me for going to the range oh. after having. T- <laughs> thought, I'm, I'm but not, no, this will be a good mm-hmm. story because they can tell how much money I saved. I'm not kidding. I start it, to sleep so and think this stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's it, pretty amazing. It, it takes maybe, what, one and a half trips to the range? Oh, easily. And that yes. iTarget Pro yeah. is covered, and Paid then you're for. just done. It's so good. Um, speaking of hairless cats, did I tell you the hairless cat story, Pat? Were you here? I mean, you've been in so. and out. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. then this is this is a real treat. <laughs> you missed out. Yeah. yeah. The and and 
The hairless <laughs> cat story. The hairless cat story. Okay. So someone here in the building came up to me and said, look, we were, um, we were going to get a, a pet, but my wife has severe allergies to, to hair. So we had to, to pet hair. So we, we were going to get this hairless cat. I guess they're called a sphinx. I don't know. They're mm. Kind of weird looking. They're, they're that like must the ones be an that, ugly little animal. They are absolutely ugly. Mm. Uh, but he says, but we found out, um, <laughs> first of all, when you pet them, though, they feel like petting a warm peach, which I thought was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But hey, whatever. <laughs> How but many says, warm peaches have you petted? I, I, not that you know, many for me. I don't know what he does in his spare time. Okay. And huh. I didn't ask. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. But I thought, well, that's an interesting way to put it, especially if you use emojis these days. Mm-hmm. But he said the reason we didn't <laughs> end up getting the, the cat, the hairless cat, is because because they have no hair. They have a lot of earwax that you have to clean out on like a daily basis. Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> which, of course, and he said, and by the way, you can use this uh, on your commercial for Wax RX. There you which go. I thought, bingo. You know, I'm not sure how effective uh, it would be to try to use the Wax RX system on a cat. On a cat. Yeah. Unless you had that cat declawed mm. and mm-hmm. like duct taped up, mm-hmm. you pretty much have to have his teeth removed, him just wrap, just wrapped totally in duct tape, and then try to use the They like that too. Cats oh, yeah. Do. They love being restrained while you <laughs> squirt water in their ear. <laughs> just a thought. If you do try that at home, which I cannot recommend it, and usewaxrx.com does not recommend it, but if you do it, make sure you shoot a video of it. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> if you have people with the same problem, mm-hmm. you know, no hair and a lot of earwax, or a lot of hair and a lot of earwax, the usewaxrx.com system works great for them as well. It's three steps. It's easy to do. You have clean ears for the weekend, and who doesn't want that? Usewaxrx.com, promo code radio for free standard shipping. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888 is a free speech Friday. You can call with whatever's on your mind. Something from this week or weeks past, or maybe we haven't talked about it at all. Feel free. Uh, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, from Kerr Carto, uh, how was the Journey concert yesterday, Pat? Wait, I think what? you might mean Foreigner. Uh-huh. And I wish that's what I was doing yesterday. <laughs> I really wish I had been. Uh, Morgan 65536, if the flex glue works, give a brick to Jeffy and try lifting him with a crane to test its strength. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's a good idea. That's what we should be doing. So, like, glue a brick to his head Uh and then get a crane and see if we can lift it. I mean, there's a couple Mm. different issues there. Mm -hmm. uh, Couple. Uh, B.R. Lesper says, perhaps the information on the dossier funding was given to Comey and Metric. That might be a logical explanation for his confusing confusion. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, GD Chapel says sometimes life beats you down with microaggressions and full atrocities, so you need a cry chamber, Aww. like the one they have at the University of Utah, the Snowflake University there in the <laughs> hill in Salt Lake City. Uh, so, uh, uh, well, you have a lot of um, I don't know pent up anger toward the University no, of Utah. No. Huh? Sure, I'm sure it's. So I'm just. I'm totally reading into that, right? Totally. Re- 
I'm totally sorry. I'm so into sensitive. To yeah. That. I apologize. Uh, no Cougars or uh, Utes uh, drafted in the first round last night. Any Nebraska Cornhuskers yet? Negative. None taken so far. It's really okay. thin there. Uh, the first pick overall, Baker Mayfield. I, I love Baker Mayfield. I, I think the kid's great. You don't like him? No, I don't Why? like his attitude. He's, 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 I love his attitude. Okay. He's fiery. He's oh, fiery. passionate. Bad sportsman. Mm-hmm. In what way? What has he done? Oh, my gosh. What's I don't he know. done? Run to the sideline and grab his crotch? <laughs> okay. That's the, is that his worst offense? It's, that's he, he ran not to the sideline and grabbed his crotch. Oh, my gosh. The Browns are making way for Johnny Manziel Part 2. <laughs> no, this kid's way better than Manziel. Way better. Okay, well, I mean, I didn't say Manziel wasn't good. Manziel self-destructs, and so I, I Oh, hope... I don't think this kid's self-destructive. Okay. Either. He's good. super cocky. Oh. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay. But I like the fire. I, I And so, obviously, do the rounds, and we'll see how that works out for him. I don't know. Did What, what did you say? He punched a cop? Mm. Really? I thought I didn't. Who said that? I don't know. Christian's saying that. Uh, I don't think he punched a cop. Hmm. I don't know. He was. Oh, okay. Did he punch him? I don't know. Police video of Oklahoma quarterback making. He ran. Supposedly, what he did was he ran. Uh, I don't think he no. ever punched anybody. He was in a place where police showed up, and for whatever reason, he started running, and they went after him and tackled him. Uh, but he's going to be great. I mean, he's going to be fine. He just runs from the cops. Whatever. I mean, he's just. I don't like his attitude. <clears throat> yeah, he wasn't even doing anything wrong. I don't know why he ran. Oh, okay. I don't know. Well, then. To my knowledge, anyway, he Guilty wasn't doing conscience anything wrong. There, I guess. Baker Mayfield. But good luck to the Browns. Um, you could have had a uh-huh. top-tier running back and then worried about a quarterback later, but who am I? Saquon Barkley went to the Giants mm-hmm. in the number two pick. Yeah, because when you draft after the Browns, you're likely to receive the spoils of war. Yeah, and they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, Saquon Barkley, that's, that's a great pick. Yeah. I, I don't think you can go wrong with him. Uh, and then the big news yesterday was Josh Allen from, you know, the quarterback from Wyoming, who, when he was 14... And 15 tweeted out some lyrics to a rap song or scenes from movies and some jokes, I guess, that were racist in nature. And so the whole thing blew up all day long about how will this affect Josh? I I figured he'd fall completely out of the draft because that's the way things go today. It's like, okay, yeah, he did this seven years ago, so uh, he's a douchebag, and you, he can't be trusted, and he's not, he's not worthy of being drafted. They drafted him seventh overall. So apparently they didn't, Buffalo Bills didn't care. They, they took him anyway. And that's, you know, I think that's probably good. The kid made some mistakes when he was a teenager, you know, and some of them were rap lyrics. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what this thing is, where a white person posts something from a rapper and then he's in trouble as a racist for it i just don't try I there don't you go you're trying to make sense of this world i know don't do it I, you, well you can't make sense of the world but fortunately yesterday kind of did make sense because the the bill said yeah we like him anyway i like his arm strength i think he's fine yeah we know and the thing was uh most commentators believed that every nfl team who was interested in him knew about it already even though he apparently didn't disclose it during his interviews. They figure, I mean, they do enough research that they usually know. But the other thing about this is, what a lesson for your kids. Yeah. What a lesson for your teenagers that while this apparently didn't hurt Josh Allen all that much, it certainly could have. 
it could ruin your future career. What you put on on Twitter today could cost you millions of dollars in his yeah. case. Yep. What you put on Facebook, what you put on Twitter, what you put on Instagram, all of those things can come back to bite you and bite you hard, and it's just not worth it. The internet is forever. And the thing is, he 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 said he went back through his timeline and none of it was there, so he had apparently deleted it and they found it anyway. <laughs> There's just so don't put it there to begin with. <laughs> yeah, that's a rule of thumb. Don't post it. If there's anything questionable or disgusting or disturbing or anything, just don't post it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts on Free Speech Friday. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for being here as well. 888-900-3393. Free Speech Friday. You can call us with uh, whatever happens to be on your mind. And since it is Friday, we're trying to have a little fun as well as uh, keep you informed of all the latest insanity. And there's there's plenty of insanity going on. Uh, but sometimes you get to take a break from it and um, return to the Mark Zuckerberg Senate Judiciary Testimony with this episode of Bad Lip Reading. Here it is. We have one more question from Ken Bone about nope, uh, energy that's not policy. It. Ken? That's not it, guys, in TV. Thanks for coming, Mr. Zuckerberg. How are you? Uh, just a sec. Mom, could you get me my Frodo ring? <laughs> I want it here. Okay, now that we got the ring sorted out, we can move on to the topic at hand, which is the concerns that have been raised. Need water, okay. Well, as I was saying, there's been a lot of concern about people's private information in how. Okay, how about you just chug the water? I want you to cut it off. Are you blowing bubbles? I'm going to have to spank you. Okay, now you good? I swear, it's like he's got a mask on. Listen, kid, blink if you're not a lamp. (laughs) We'd like you to make a little smile just to show that you can. Mm -hmm. Oh, good heavens, that's just horrible to stop that, son. For the rest of the day, will you not do that, please? (laughs) Um, so... I have to admit that all of this is just boring as beans. And I'm, what are we talking about? And what am I going to ask? It was about, oh yeah. So when I have the Facebook, then do I also have the internet? Um, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was about that, it was about that level of uh, yeah. questions too. Uh, so if I have the Facebook, uh, do I also have the internet? Do I have the WWW? 
Wow, Do I have cool. to get on the World Wide Web, or could I get on AOL yeah, like, and be on like you like Facebook, like a like? Uh, really funny. I don't know how those guys do it with the bad lip reading, but so good. It's incredible. Yeah, and, and it's really fact, funny. Um, later today, we will tweet out tweet out the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Because I think the whole video is about five minutes, five and a half minutes, something like that. Really funny. Uh, really well done. And it just, uh, it, I mean. It was almost as stupid as the actual event, <laughs> but not quite. <laughs> and again, I mean, what was se- what, what was the Senate doing interviewing Mark Zuckerberg in that way anyway? I mean, it, it's private business. Leave him alone. I, I just think they like to have, I think they like to question and be around big stars like that. Uh, and again, it reminds me of, of when they did the, the steroid hearings and had Roger Clemens in there and Mark McGuire and all the rest. I mean, they've got no purview over Major League Baseball. They've got no purview, really, over unless they're breaking laws over Facebook. And yet they continue to do these things. It looks like a judge in New York City has ruled that bars can discriminate against Donald Trump supporters. Pennsylvania man who sued New York York City bar that booted him out for being a supporter of President Trump lost his case in a Manhattan courtroom yesterday, day before yesterday. Manhattan Supreme Court Justice David Cohen ruled it's not outrageous to toss out Trump supporters from bars because there are no laws to protect against political discrimination. Hmm. Greg Piatek... 31-year-old accountant stopped by the happiest hour in West Village, January 2017. He wore a Make America Great Again hat into the bar. Uh, Said he and his buddies received rude service from the bartender. Anyone who supports Trump or believes in what you believe is not welcome here. And you need to leave right now because we won't serve you, is what they told him. Wow. Jeez. I mean, that's rough, but I... But I think they're within the rights to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. I think a bar can kick you out for any reason. Pretty much. It's a private business. Yeah, any establishment. Now, you'd be wrong, because if you kicked them out because they were gay, you would not have the same result. You wouldn't have a business anymore. If you kicked them out because they're Barack Obama supporters, they'd probably throw some racist thing in there. Uh, So anyway, he filed a lawsuit for an unspecified amount for emotional damages. Oh, no. I've got a cry closet for you, sir. Emotional damages. Uh, we were thrown out of bar. Now I can't sleep at night. <laughs> I broke out in a rash. Oh, no. I can't go to work anymore. Oh, you poor thing. I haven't worked since they threw me out of the happiest hour in West Village. Oh. I haven't worked a day. Really? Really. Is it because you're not looking? or Oh, because no, of this. No, because of, okay. I'm so traumatized. Okay, okay. I've got an emotional support rabbit that I take with me everywhere I go, but the only places I go now are my living room and bedroom because it's so disturbed. Oh, the rabbit's not helping? No. Not enough. Not enough to get me out of the house. Okay, okay, well, you get another (laughs) rabbit or something because that's not working. He claimed the bar offended his sense of being American. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a thing. That's not a thing, my friend. <laughs> While I agree with you that it's crappy that they did this, uh, I don't agree with you that uh, you need damages for it. Offended your sense of being American? That's, again, that's not a thing. Not a thing. 
Happiest Hour lawyer Elizabeth Conway told the judge that state and city laws protect against religious discrimination, but not political beliefs, and supporting Trump is not a religion. Well, now, to some people it might be. (laughs) I think we've talked to some people who may be bordering on that. Uh, the, The bar's employees wanted him to take off his hat when he was in there, and I guess he refused. And so rather than remove his hat, instead, he held true to his spiritual belief and was forced from the bar. Said it was his religion, (laughs) and you can't kick me out based on my religion. He did try to go that route. Mm. Uh, Cohen asked how the employees would know of his unusual religious beliefs. Uh, They were aware he was wearing the hat. How many members are in this spiritual program that your client is engaged in? Your Honor, we won't allege the amount of individuals. <laughs> so it's a creed of one? <laughs> yes, Your Honor. After a short break, Cohen returned with his ruling. Okay. Plaintiff does not state any faith-based principle to which the hat relates. Here the claim that plaintiff was not served and eventually escorted out of the bar because of his perceived support for President Trump is not outrageous conduct. It kind of is outrageous. It is. It's just not it's- illegal. Right? He's saying, hold on, it's outrageous mm. that the bar... It's outrageous that the bar kicked, kicked him, out. him out for that. I agree. That's yeah. stupid. That's just bad business. Right. But it's not illegal. No, and it shouldn't be. It I shouldn't mean, be. It, it no. should be. The market will decide this. It's kind of like mm-hmm. if a restaurant does want to discriminate. This almost got Rand Paul derailed before <clears throat> exactly. he was first elected in Kentucky, where he made the comment very similar to this. Look, if a, if a restaurant wants to kick someone out because they're black, while it's wrong, it should not be illegal. It's freedom to associate who you want to. You let the free market and decide. And then people like you and I will hear about this restaurant yeah. not letting black people in there and go, I'm not going there. Screw that. And right. that's how the market wins. But you can't have that opinion anymore because oh, you you're can't. just a racist or you're a hater. So this mm-hmm. guy, you know what this guy is? I don't, I don't know if he was making a scene. Let's just say he wasn't, okay? Let's just say he was wearing the hat and made people in Manhattan at this bar uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Was this Greenwich Village? Where was it? West? West uh... Yeah, West Village. Okay, so he's obviously in a place where he's the only one that probably has that view that, yay, Trump is president. So um, he's the guy who says, I should have just told him it was my religion. Then I wouldn't have gotten kicked. Then they couldn't do anything to me. And he actually, mm-hmm. on that drunken bed or whatever, took this to court. And, well, that's what happened. Yeah, it didn't work out for him. No. So, uh, you know, as much as you'd like to side with him, it's almost impossible to. Yeah. Just almost impossible. If you're conservative, you you can't. You can't side with him. I know. It's those things, what do we call them now? Uh, Principles. Yeah. It's not a word you hear much, doesn't Mm -hmm. apply much anymore. Something called the Constitution, Mm -hmm. which doesn't allow for, what did he call it? Um, Being American. uh, Being offended by his Americanism or something. (laughs) offended his sense of being American. That's a good effort there, sir. Yeah, Not a thing, though, wow. but good effort. I can't believe nice that he try. actually spent money on an attorney for this case. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right, we got this Flex Seal glue commercial because oh. in about 45 minutes or okay. a little more, uh, right around there, we're going to do the big Flex Seal family of products mm-hmm. demonstration again for you today. Now, we've already done the tape. We wrapped the tape around a, a leak, and it did nothing. It did not stop the leak. Didn't stop any leaks, let alone, I saw this boat in half, and then took it out on the Florida Everglades. So we're going to, we're going to squirt the tape on these bricks, and then we're going to, uh, well, first, I think let's do the big one first. Let's do, 
Let's do the cinder blocks first. And then if it doesn't work on that, you think, okay, well, surely it'll work on the bricks. Okay. And then we'll find it probably doesn't work there That's either. That's probably a good plan. <laughs> but here's the commercial. You see if they are insinuating here that it does work and it works instantly. I Phil Swift here for Flex Glue, the super strong rubberized glue. Flex Glue's a powerful adhesive with amazing instant grab. It locks into place and it holds on tight. Flex glue acts like a magnet. Even this heavy brick is gonna stick. And our pro formula has even no more instant grab. <laughs> so you can tackle the biggest jobs. Oh, the pro formula. Now there's flex glue for everything you do. With flex glue, wow. you don't need screws or nails, making it perfect for all types of repairs. Not only does Flex Glue have amazing instant grab, but it actually gets stronger over time. And once it reaches maximum strength, Flex Glue can easily lift over a thousand pounds. Indoor and outdoor projects, virtually any material in all conditions. Wood, it, it wouldn't glass, work on Jeffy. tile, and metal. <laughs> Flex Glue is so strong, it even works underwater. So you can apply Flex Glue underwater, and it even dries underwater. This rubberized adhesive is UV resistant and totally waterproof. To show you the power of Flex Glue, we took all these parts and Flex Glued them together and built the Flex Glue Monster 4x4, Uh slamming into giant logs and rocks. Flex Glue's powerful bond withstands the shocks uh, and no holds way. this beast together. Uh, now any project, big or small, with no Flex Glue, you can do them all. Okay. Uh-huh. All righty. Uh, sure. I saw this boat in half. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to test it. We're going to put it to the test. Yeah. Coming up. Uh, what, coming up. 45 minutes or so? Yep. Uh, uh, first part of hour three. And you, and you, and you said... Jeffy's not. It's not going to work on Jeffy. No, it's not going to work on Jeffy because they only went up to just over a thousand pounds. Yeah, so, so obviously, it, yeah, thank you for the suggestion mm-hmm. on on uh, gluing a brick to Jeffy's head and then lifting him with a crane. It wouldn't. It wouldn't hold his it's not weight. Not going to. Not going to work. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Field of Greens. This is something that it took me a while to be sold on because I'm I'm not easily sold on vegetables. Um, but I finally tried it. After hearing everybody rave about uh, Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition, finally put it to the test and took it home, put uh, a scoop into the smoothie that I drink every day, and it was, I mean, it does make a difference. Just gives me more energy during the course of the day and makes me less uh, tired during the course of the day. And I think I'm, I'm less hungry during the course of the day, too. It's a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables that are pre and probiotic. It boosts your immunity, has antioxidant power, and it's not extracted from anything. It's actual real food. Again, just put one scoop into eight ounces of water or your favorite drink, and it tastes surprisingly good. It's really amazing. It actually sweetens the drink. Go to BrickHousePat.com, try Field of Greens, get 10% off a month's supply with the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network.
to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. Again, thanks to everybody for the well-wishing again yesterday. Uh, it was a little under the weather. Well, it was a lot under the weather. I mean, this has been... This has definitely been the worst health thing I've ever been through. Yeah. Really nasty. Uh, not a lot of fun. <sighs> but I'm not going to whine. Because... I'm not a snowflake like the University of Utah where they have a cry closet. <laughs> uh, there's no cry closet at my house. And so, uh, uh, but next Wednesday, I get one of the stints pulled out. So maybe that'll help. <clears throat> one of the stints pulled out and then hopefully one of the stones removed. And then the following Monday, I get the remaining stint pulled out and the remaining stones Removed. They put you under, yes? Yes. Okay. Oh, good gosh. I'm yes. just I'm just Oof. making sure because I care. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, it's bad enough afterward, mm-hmm. let alone doing that during. Good <laughs> God. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine. 888 <laughs> Uh Let's go to Donald in New Hampshire. Hey, Donald, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. How hey. are you doing? Uh, you feeling better? A little bit, yeah. Hey, I need to tell you something that my phone was doing. Um, over, so over the weekend, Jonathan Dunn put up a Facebook posting asking for, you know, us Pat Gray fans to mm-hmm. hand along words of encouragement. Yeah, you know, that was really cool of him. And... Recuperation. Yep. And um, so when I was, te- when I was, you know, typing my comment, um, my phone happened to keep, insisting through the corrective um the corrective feature uh it kept saying that jeffy was hefty every time i tried <laughs> to type jeffy's name it said hefty yeah. so my phone was okay. kind of saying that yeah. that jeffy is um overweight <laughs> <laughs> you know Oh man! Yeah, mine, mine, mine needs to do that too. So you have to tell your phone, mm-hmm. "Jeffy" is a word, or else it, of course, it's so smart. Our phones are so intuitive, mm-hmm. Donald, that they just it knew, right? They just know that I mean it, it to type knew. hefty. Oh no! You know, Glenn keeps warning us about the AI. Yeah, I, I think I, I think these warnings are coming true. I think you're right. Uh, thanks, Donald. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, and thanks to Jonathan Dunn. That's really cool. And for everybody who did do that, I've got a huge thing full of well-wishers yeah. at, at home. Yeah, we printed them up, really and awesome. it's very thick. And you guys are so awesome, yeah. uh, sending your warm thoughts. And, and again, like you said, Jonathan Dunn, such a great guy. Thanks for doing that. Check out his podcast on the Blaze Radio. And there's a guy you can't allow in the United States of America, right? right. Because he's far too dangerous. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> we've got this huge caravan knocking at the door this weekend. And it's going to be ugly. I, I don't know what's going to happen because we're saying, no, you can't come in. They're saying, yep, we're coming in. But think of that. Jonathan Dunn. And is, Jonathan Dunn. He's being kept out because he doesn't have the educational requirements. Yet what? Yet the people crossing the border illegally have so many advocates in the highest offices in the land, including the U.S. Congress. I cannot. In order to legally. It. What do you have to do to legally immigrate to the United States I, I, from I, Europe? Seriously. You have to be a, a Ph.D.? Wait, since when? We allow a million people a year to legally immigrate. What? It, just, it doesn't make any sense. Hopefully that'll get worked out. Mm. Um, this I, talk, I talked about this a couple of days ago. The highest paid politicians in the world. Are you aware that uh, compared to some other countries, like let's say Singapore, 
what uh, the American president and congressmen make in in this country is like minimum wage. Lee Sien Long, Prime Minister of Singapore, has an annual salary as Prime Minister of $1.7 million. <laughs> million. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? They have a theory in Singapore that you're only going to get the best people in government. And people who are, you know, not necessarily in it just to pad their pocketbooks. By paying them, by compensating them as if they're a, you know, CEO of a major company. I think it's an interesting, I don't know that it works out that way. Then you're just going to have people going after it for the money, right? I I don't know. Oh, because it's know. working so great right now. Yes. But Singapore <laughs> is actually one of the freest huh. economies in the world. So interesting then. Second place is Hong Kong chief executive, Carrie Lam, 578,320. So there's a huge gap between first and second. Hmm. Australian Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull makes 409,981. 409, Swiss President Alain Berset. 401,000, and then the American president, Donald Trump in this case, makes $400,000 a year. Now, here's something no one ever talks about. No one. He donates that every quarter uh, to the U.S. Treasury. Donald Trump doesn't take one penny in salary for being president of the United States. I mean, we all know he's a billionaire and he makes plenty of money and he doesn't need to. But he doesn't have to say, no, I'm going to donate my salary. But he does. And nobody ever says, hey, isn't that cool? I mean, are they saying that at NBC, CNN, MSNBC? It's really kind of cool that Donald Trump won't take a salary and then every, every time his paycheck comes in, he donates it back to the U.S. government. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, and, and, I, and I was thinking... I was looking uh, up to see if this was factual or not, but you cannot be a federal employee and make more than the president of the United States. Um, And I guess that is just a symbolic Mm. thing. There are actually three federal employees that make more than Trump. Oh, really? Yeah. Who are they? Oh, boy. Let's see. Uh, Oh, there's someone that works. Oh, no. They're all three of them. Is that right? All of them are VA employees. No, please. I can't. All three of them work for the VA? Veterans Health Administration. Oh, jeez. Wow. Are you kidding me? Medical officer. Well, of course, you're doing such a great job, Keith. I mean, I, such why did job. I look? Don't, don't Google anything ever again, because you'll just break your own heart. So they're making over 400000 Yeah, right at it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, there's a sequel coming to the movie It, which was pretty successful for Stephen King. Uh, it became the highest grossing horror movie of all time. Wow, I hadn't realized that. Mm. Uh, now, It Chapter 2 will see the Losers Club grown up 27 years later when Pennywise the Clown returns <laughs> to wreak havoc. Oh, Didn't that movie pretty well kill off the clown industry? Between that and the weird thing that was going on where people dressed up as clowns and just stood around trying to scare people. Mm. You know, they'd show up in strange places. Yeah, it seems like... Between those two things, it seems like it ruined clowns for people. Didn't a a clown attack that kid in Poltergeist? Wasn't that... That didn't help the cause for clowns either. Yeah, but that was, you know, 35, 6 years ago. Okay, well then, and John Wayne Gacy, didn't he dress up like a clown or is that... Yeah, I think he did. So, I mean, I think it's probably... We've had this... This yeah. 
cl- a clown type uh, fissures happening for a while, but yeah, it's definitely <laughs> broken loose in the last few years. Yeah, I think it has. Uh, speaking of poltergeist, I showed my kids, we showed that to them, I think it was the last time we were in Connecticut, so maybe it was five or six years ago, uh-huh. seven years ago. And I thought, all right, I'm going to show you guys what real movies are all about. <laughs> you, you, you like scary movies? All right, I'm going to scare the crap out of you with Poltergeist. Here we go. From what, 1982, 83-ish? Maybe 84? I don't know. I think 84-ish, 85. Hold on. Uh, we'll find out right now. Here we go. And 82. I told you. Wow. Yeah, sorry. Um, my You're kids right. laughed. At the movie, all the way through it. <laughs> they thought it was the most ridiculous, uh-huh. dated thing they'd ever seen. It doesn't hold up well, apparently, <laughs> after all these years. <laughs> and what looks particularly bad is the haunted steak that crawls across the counter. Oh, no. The stop animation. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> In the year 2000, it must have been about 11. 2011, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. So it certainly wasn't in 2018. Jeez. Wow. Disappointing because I remember that as such a great movie. Now it's a comedy. <laughs> you know, now it's just a comedy to my kids. <laughs> they thought that was absolutely ridiculous. But it, the sequel to it, is supposed to be scarier than the first one. So something to look forward to there. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's Free Speech Friday. Whatever's on your mind. Speaking of scary, who's coming up next, Pat? Oh, that's right, <laughs> Jeffy. Yes. And chewing the fat coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray. There you go. Time to chew the fat now with Jeffy. Before we uh, before we get started, because we were talking a little NFL draft uh, during the break, and yeah, we'll did you continue watch much that of it for a little bit. Not, no, not much. No. I mean, I, I was thinking about just driving over to the stadium and hanging out and partying. See, that would have been. There were like one hundred and fifty thousand people I there. Know. That would have been fun. <laughs> it actually would have been fun. Yeah, it would have but, been fun. Uh, I didn't do that. I didn't either. So, you know, so much for that fun. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, good for Baker for being the first overall round pick. You know, good yeah. for him. You know, it's good. He's, Keith doesn't he, like him, but I think he's great. I really like well, him. Well, he's a little unconventional. I mean, he's a little, he struggles with a little discipline. But, I mean, I think that, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. what some teams need, right? And he'll, hopefully, he'll mature. Yeah. Or he won't, and he'll be out of the league. And and on top of which, uh, by the time he matures, um, hopefully, uh, being in Cleveland, he won't be dead. Yeah, well, that's because uh, he could be. You know, the it is where could quarterbacks go to die. Could be over in Cleveland, man. You think about okay, so obviously Manziel. Uh, it's a long Tim Couch. list. Who else? See, I, mean, I don't know. Am I? I don't know guys. what you want me to base this on. Am I just doing rookies? I mean, Deshaun Kaiser was last year. They've tried Deshaun Robert, Kaiser. They've that's tried. Fun. Robert Griffin III, they gave a shot. RG3. Johnny Manziel. I'm skipping a lot of these. These are just the quarterbacks, you know. Kaiser, where is Kaiser now? Is he even there still? No, they traded him to, uh, isn't he Green Bay? 
question, oh, didn't he? Maybe. I don't, I, I don't yeah, know. Maybe. So, yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Josh McCown, Brian Hoyer, Jason Campbell, Brian we- uh, Brandon Whedon, Colt McCoy, Brady Quinn, Derek Anderson, Brady Quinn, oh. Trent yes. Dilfer, Jeff Garcia, Kelly Holcomb, Tim Couch, Doug Peterson. I mean, uh, th- Jesus, those are just the opening day starters. I skipped so many. Man, that it's came a in far after. cry from the days of the dog pound, man. <laughs> When was the last wow. time? I can't think of the last time they were good. So, you know, maybe that wasn't so great to be the first overall I know. pick. I don't know. I know. You uh, head to Cleveland, man. You're, oof. Saquon Barkley I mean, look, the, wound up in a good place, look, I think. there's a good thing, there's a good thing uh, happens in Cleveland. Um, Rock Hall of Fame. Uh, so he has that going for him. He can visit that. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. In fact, I thought maybe that's you weren't going to be back today, as a matter of fact. Because uh, yesterday I had... Uh, Hypothesized that you were, uh, you know, foreigners in Oklahoma yeah, uh, oh, last right. night, tonight, and tomorrow night, and I thought maybe right, were, right, wow, thought maybe you were mm-hmm. traveling, you know, following no. them. Uh, I wish, <laughs> I wish that's where I was. Um, by the way, real quick, just housekeeping: eighteen seasons, twenty-six starting quarterbacks. Oh, that's amazing. It's a little tough. So how was the concert? And so maybe, perhaps, uh, you know, perhaps maybe Cleveland should rethink the general manager slot and uh, start uh, focusing it, on, I don't know, other positions that help the team. Yeah. It's a team effort. Yeah. You know, I don't know, like O-line, defensive line, backs. A running back. Like, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can pretty much, it doesn't take much. And, and while having a great quarterback is wonderful, no question. But it, you can actually survive uh, and get better before you bring in that great quarterback with a quarterback that's decent and can hand the ball off and make a few passes and win you some games. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in the big guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, but. Oh, by the whatever. way, Jason Witten has retired, Cowboys tight end. He will be the Monday Night Football booth. Yeah, is that. I have to, I thought he was going to meet with Jerry before he made that official. Is that official? Uh, that seems to be no. right now. Yeah, seems okay. to be official. Because I know that, uh, okay, mm-hmm. it was, he had said that he was, the first reports were that he, uh, that was announced, and then he said, I got to meet with Jerry first. Mm. So, uh, I mean, good for him, right? I mean, he's taking a beating, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many so many years you can take a beating in the NFL that he's taken. Yeah. But it's sad to see him go. Yeah. Oof. I mean, he's I like a, Witten. I do too, and he's a he's a good target. He's a good man out there on the field to have, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be a it is, that's a hold to fill for Dallas, mm-hmm. no question. And well, onward for the next draft, uh, round two. No, <laughs> we could talk about it forever, really. But um, I just want to warn you while you're watching the draft uh, this weekend, uh, and I know this is a problem for you, Pat. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. Um, you might want to lay off the romaine lettuce. Oh. Okay. Okay. So if you have any in the house, or you know, you're you're yeah, thinking about. I'm a about big it. lettuce guy. I know you I, are. That's I what I'm saying. That's obvious. That's what I'm saying, and, yeah. and it's it's important yeah. that you know that the romaine lettuce, uh, you uh-huh. know, I mean, has uh, there's a big E. coli outbreak. Uh-huh. Uh, Eighty four people so far in 19 states have uh, really? gotten sick. Yes. Uh, it's a. Uh, I know. I know. The illness started back in you know March, and now so the bottom line. If you've got romaine lettuce and you are not certain that it didn't come from the great Yuma, Arizona romaine lettuce farms. How would you know that? Is there like a, a code on it that can tell you where it came from? Or? You're so silly. Like you don't know where it says the lettuce yeah, is I, made I, on the don't. packages. No, I don't. Stop I don't. it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking Okay. Mm-hmm. Look, you can pretend that you're not a romaine lettuce guy. <laughs> all right. But we all know that. 
Well, I, I mean, I'm a huge romaine lettuce guy, but if it comes I, in the packages, it tells you where it's where it's does it? comes from. But the I really don't. I, honestly, I don't know how you tell if it's left if it's bulk romaine. You know, in the in the produce department. I mean, you just got to mm-hmm. hope that the produce department has washed off the. E. coli. E. coli. I mean, it'll say product of the U.S., but this may be one of those rare right. exceptions where you're looking for something that says product of Mexico and be safer. I don't know. It's um, ab- absolutely better mm-hmm. than uh, than made in the U.S. No kidding. Now, we've made a lot of fun of uh, the uh, Trump uh, macaroon love affair mm-hmm. uh, here on this network. And uh, CNN uh, remarkably uh, took the lead uh, from us. And uh, created a, a report from uh, Janine Moose, who did a tremendous, tremendous report on Donald Trump and Macaroon and their love affair. Okay. These two just can't quit each other when it comes to public displays of affection. Thank you. Thank you. I like him a lot. Get a room. Actually, they did. The Oval Office. Thank you and you are a special friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. President Trump Thank and you. President Macron didn't Thank just you. shake hands. They had to add a pat or nice. a hand on the back, taking turns, even a hand on the chest. They stared into each other's eyes and muttered sweet nothing. No, thanks to you. So good. Using first names, my dear Donald. Monsieur le Président, cher Donald. Emmanuel and myself. Dialogue out of a bromance novel. I hope you feel the same way. Definitely. The French president even tweeted their clasped hands. Brace yourself, but you've never I seen know. this before. One world leader grooming the other. But we do have a very special <laughs> relationship. In fact, I'll get that little piece of dandruff for <laughs> we have to make them perfect. One perfect. French newspaper called the gesture disturbing. It was. We noticed Macron mm-hmm. later examining the spot. <laughs> President Trump flicked. The first lady was less oh, the accessible. Hat kiss is great. Her hat made attempts to air kiss even a wider miss Don than ca- usual. Oh, no, no, okay, I must say One critic, loop. that hat is called the Trump repellent hat. <laughs> As they pose for pictures, the president what? and Melania this is great seem too. to play Watch how hard he tries to get this hair. Which the Daily Show put to music. She finally gets it. But the in. presidents couldn't keep their hands apart. Thank you. All the hugging left them so slap happy. It's an honor to call you my friend. That President Trump missed a slap. The French oh. disconnection, rare for these two. <laughs> so good. There they go, hand in hand, off back into the Oval. That is something else. That is tremendous. France has wanted to be uh, back among the big boys for the last 60 years. I know. And now this is their chance. Mm -hmm. Here's Macron. he's doing it. And and Macron knows. All he has to do is sweet talk Donald, he's in. And so he's back among the elite. And if France is, can be part of that, they'll they'll do whatever it takes. Which is surprising because remember he was the one that also said that he was responsible for keeping Trump uh, for uh, the the Syria bombing plan and keeping Trump in Syria and everything. And I, yeah. I find that hard that Dodd would let that slide. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Sorry, President Trump mm. uh, doesn't necessarily uh, necessarily like that. No, he doesn't. When someone tries to take the the, the planning, yes, I know.
or sound like you're bigger than he right. is. Right. He doesn't like that. Right. Or maybe Macron just came to town at the right time while Trump and Melania weren't getting along. And it's just a fortuitous and that's the thing. timing. Oh, that, yeah. that part is really interesting, too, because he's <laughs> always trying to hold her hand. And she seems to be no resistant to it. Way. I mean, that particular shot, that time, I mean, he was he, he had touched like, her like okay, three can, or four can times. I, can I hold your hand? Can, I, can, <laughs> right. can we hold hand? Can, you need to hold I, my hand. Nope. You need to hold my hand. And nope. then she finally gave in. Okay. Yeah. You know, wow. He finally triumphed on that. Uh-huh. But uh, the hat, everyone loved the outfit. It was a tremendous outfit. Um, I think Michael Coors. But uh, <laughs> the uh, that definitely is a Trump repellent. I mean, Macaroon just yeah. slid up under the hat, gave her the nice kiss. Trump was not having any of that hat mess up that hair. No way. Not coming underneath that hat. And look how much fun she had at the funeral. Ha, 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 ha. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Prez wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He's got to be. I mean, maybe maybe that's when you turn to the French leader and say, okay, you know, the wife's not giving me any love. I might as well. You know, you're here. Yeah. And fall in love with here. the yeah. French president. Yeah. Love the one you're with. Yeah. Because <laughs> the French press, I mean, he fell in love with his teacher. Yes. Right? She's like right. 20 years older than him. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. And uh, mm-hmm. why is that? I mean, he fell in love. You weird. can't you put, right. put an age on love. You're exactly right. You're, it's not weird at all. It's the most natural okay. thing in the world. Most Thank natural you. thing in the world. Thank you. <laughs> it just happened to be that she was the teacher. Right. That's all. That's all. No problem. So, okay. uh, so uh, Mr. <clears throat> Mr. President, uh, you got North Korea taken care of. Congratulations. <clears throat> but uh, we still have another problem um, down in Venezuela. I mean, uh, there's big problems in Venezuela. And uh, Chevron Corporation now has evacuated executives from Venezuela uh, because uh, two of their workers uh, were imprisoned uh, over a contract dispute with the state-owned company. And they just said, don't well, listen. Chevron has asked all employees to avoid the facilities. Uh, of its joint venture. And uh, the national intelligence officers, Venezuela's government, launched that purge. It started last fall, really. I mean, they started cleaning the house. And uh, they're looking to charge these Chevron workers with treason for refusing to sign a supply contract. And the foreign minister of Venezuela said, you know, look, um, it's possible, but these uh, the logical decision would be to turn themselves over to authorities uh, to demonstrate their innocence. Not the flea. Mm. You know, that's all. Don't, don't worry about it. Such a great it. place, that Venezuela. I know. It keeps getting better and better. I mean, that, what's cool is that the head of the oil, uh, the head of the oil minister, whatever his stupid name is, mm-hmm. he, uh, he has never done anything in the oil industry at all. He's just a, he's just a general that's been appointed from the leader. And, oh, you know what? You're in charge now. You're in charge of the oil. Go. Take care of it. And so good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Because that's going to be the next war. I mean, and by war, I hope not by, I hope not military, but I mean, those, that country is really falling apart bad, really falling apart. You know, you talked a little bit about Tom Brokaw, Um, man, now that, now that think of this, and we talked about this a little bit at the first of the year and we couldn't, you know, we thought maybe it would be over, but you have, uh, uh, you have Cosby now found guilty. All right, mm-hmm. post Me Too and you know everything, and then today it was quiet, right? It's been kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been any new accusations. They all been beating up the same people, and now today we get Brokaw. Yeah, I mean, who's left? I mean, really, I mean, th- there's still got to be plenty more out there that can start taking a hit because you know, no way does uh, mm-hmm. Tom Brokaw can deny all he wants. Everybody th- believes it now. 
They do. All you need, all you need, is the accusation. And look, I like Linda Vester. I mean, she started. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was in Tampa when I was there for a while, working for WFLA TV before she went off to uh, cover the war in yeah. the Iraq. And mm-hmm. she's, you know, she was she was great. Yeah. So I mean, I got no reason to doubt her. I guess, but I mean, some of the, I guess, what were the reports that he tickled her? Tickled her, and then no, he, he tried to kiss her, and then he tried to kiss her. Mm-hmm. Showed up at her hotel room in London and tried to do it again. And uh, she was shaken by that. I mean, I. I okay. I mean, it's, it may be inappropriate, but is it. Does it rise to sexual assault? Yeah, I don't think so. Now, although, you know, when you go to kiss a woman, if you're not dating her, then, you know, maybe you ask. Hey, you know, I'm sensing a little something between us. I'm, yeah. I, I'm sensing a little, a little, a little something between us. May I lean in, lean in, and kiss you? <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe, and maybe he didn't do that because it would have taken him so long. I don't know. <laughs> By that time, you're out of the mood. Linda's like, oh, I gotta go. No, I I'm out. we're done. I'll talk to you later. You missed you the sh- moment. She writes over. Forget it. <laughs> Right. You know, do you, I mean, it's a, it's a feeling though, right? I mean, it's tough to, I, I'm mm. not, I'm not being funny. It's, I mean, it's some sort of, without asking, without specifically saying, Hey, mm-hmm. um, I want to kiss you. Mm-hmm. Is it okay? It's really icky. Don't, that was so disturbing. It's so disturbing. You can never unhear that. It's a that. feeling, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, I mean, yes. You're in the moment. It's the, yeah. it's the whole thing. It's uh-huh. so hard. And you start leaning in and then, you know, yeah. it just happens. But well, you can't just grab somebody by the back of the head and make them kiss you. But huh. whether or not that's sexual assault, I don't know. Is it sexual harassment, though? I guess. I guess Maybe. so. If you stop doing it once they tell you it's unwelcome. Right. And it did certainly. And maybe I, you just leave it at that. I don't know. I don't think it hurt Linda's know. career. I mean, she was still a, you know, mm-hmm. a top reporter uh, uh, all over the world for NBC. Well, it didn't hurt her career because she didn't say anything about it till now. Right, that her fear was that it was going to hurt her career. Well, if she, but okay, so but she it would have hurt her career if she said no, right? So she well, said so, no. I she, don't know. By the way, I looked up uh, her information. This happened in 2004. She did retire in in 04 in 05. She yeah, she's she, gone with the kids, raising the family, and everything. I mean, she's worked. I mean, she worked a long time in the 90s and stuff, early 90s, and yeah. for NBC. Mm-hmm. So she put in a pretty good reporting career, although maybe that's why she retired. I don't maybe. know. Very possible. Um, you know, while you're away, while you're away, Pat. Mm-hmm. I know you, you haven't mentioned this, but uh, you know, Art Bell passed away. I did mention that the other day. Yeah. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was very sad. Really sad. Yeah. Really sad. Was I mean, he seventy? Seventy-two. Two. Oh, that's not very old. I oh. know. Wow. Yeah, he was struggling <laughs> though. For. Uh, do so, you think anybody who? Uh, smokes now that's that gets this information about art bell and others who have died from smoking somebody who's been trying to quit for a really long time and just keeps coming back to it uh would you think that maybe they might think somewhere along the way maybe i could quit now it's possible now listen you know it's funny you mention that because there's plenty of stories of of some of the oldest people on earth uh who still smoke and drink and but see you're insinuating that 
we would care no. about this person now, in yeah, their right. Don't forget, right. Avengers, of Avengers open this weekend. You heading out to it? Infinity uh, War, baby. Uh, my wife doesn't care about that stuff, so probably not. <laughs> yeah, maybe you go by yourself, leave the wife at home. Maybe, maybe better without it. I mean, yeah. mm. Probably take, just let you go. And see. I think he's maybe trying to invite himself into the, your world, Pat. Would you invite him out of sympathy? No. <laughs> and don't forget the Talking Fear, because uh, Walking Dead is on hiatus, so uh, Fear of the Walking Dead uh, started, and uh, we're up, we're doing the podcast uh, Talking Fear now every week, and you can get that at the my channel on The Blaze. It's very exciting. And we're going to test this flex, flex glue uh, and 10 you should minutes. Be. You want to hang you out for be. the flex glue mm-hmm. test? Because oh, I don't know. I don't know. Do you going to try to stick me on something to see if it'll work? Or? <laughs> We already just determined it wouldn't work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I just was checking. Yeah, because it, it was suggested that we flex Was glue it suggested? Was it? A brick yeah, to suge- your head. It's funny that that was suggested. And then pick you well, up with a crane, but the crane, the flex glue only holds to a, a thousand pounds. So, so oh, we knew it was So there's a weight limit. <laughs> yeah, what he's trying to say is that. Uh, <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs> All right. 888 America's schools, uh, they've got some issues, as we all know. Uh, safe space, uh, indoctrination. Uh, they're just little factories of progressivism. And that's what they've become. That's why it's so great that there's Freedom Project Academy now. It's a fully accredited Judeo-Christian classical online education for your kids from kindergarten all the way through high school. It's interactive, uh, live teachers, live classmates across the country, and they don't accept any government funding so they're not beholden to the government. They can teach your kids how to think, not what to think. And you can enroll your kids full-time if you want, or just start with a single class if that fits your lifestyle and your budget better. Completely up to you. Go to freedomforschool.com and ask them for your free information packet. The classes, uh, the enrollment ends in July, but the classes fill up faster than that. So go to freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. I, you know, we we're talking about the draft a little bit. Uh, Baker Mayfield went number one, followed by Saquon Barkley, and then um, uh, a Sam Darnold from USC. Mm-hmm. Now, Josh Rosen from UCLA admits he was pissed about that that he wasn't taken one, two, or three in the draft. You know where he was taken? Uh, like what? I mean, he hasn't been taken yet, right? Has, no, I mean, he hasn't even been drafted there. yet. No, tenth. Tenth overall. Stop it. To me, uh, that shows you're a bit of a whiner and a an egomaniac. Uh, when you, Just a tad. When you admit that you're pissed about not being taken for a second or third. Come on, you're still number ten. You're still going to make millions of dollars. Yes. I That bothers me. Uh, it's, it's, it, I'd be reevaluating my... My choice shows a fact. tad lack of character. Kind of does. It kind of does. He says, "I thought I should have been picked at number one, two, or three. I dropped, and I was pissed. I was really, really angry. I wasn't really showing it. I was trying to keep calm, cool, composed. But I thought I was going to get picked, and I thought I was going to 
have to put a face on and try to fake happiness. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But then there's this. But for some reason, right when I got that call, that's not what happened. I got really happy and motivated. Oh, okay. good. I'm glad you're good. happy, Pumpkin. Good. Wow, dude, you could All have right, lived in Cleveland or New York. Instead, you get to live in Phoenix. So um, you should be pleased. He's a warm weather college guy. Right? He's going to play in a warm weather climate in the pros. It's a great pick for him. Shut up. You went 10th. You know, it reminds me of Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers, 15, uh, 13 years after, is still yeah, whining still whin- about his draft position. Yeah, he still whines about that. If you're taken in the first round of the NFL draft, get over yourself. And and Rodgers was what, 21st? Something like that, yeah. I mean, still yeah. pissed about it. To this day, he still it still comes and up. What's good is that uh, Aaron has provided uh, some Super Bowls to prove that he should have been drafted uh, higher. Yes, uh, for Green Bay. Yes, because I mean, look at look at our, our man in New England. I was just about to say. Uh, I mean, he was they. He had to beg to get into the NFL. Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round. I've never heard him complain about that. Eight Super Bowls. Thank you. <laughs> Eight. So Aaron, take yeah. a breath, right? <laughs> and Bra- you you never hear Brady complaining about that. Nope. Nope. You know why? Because he he went to the University of Michigan. Mm -hmm. He got drafted. He gets to play in the NFL. And he gets to prove how good he is. Just prove yourself. Even though he was taken 199th in the draft. All right. 888-933-93. We got our flex seal demonstration coming up in a sec. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's uh, Free Speech Friday. You can call us with whatever's on your mind. You can email or uh, email. Jeez, that just shows you. It's old school, Sonny. Ancient. Uh, the. I mean, you can't email us. Can you? You could. You could email. I don't use email. It's still. It's still a viable way to communicate with people. It, it kind of is, but hmm. not. It's not that well used anymore. I would say. Uh, it is for some. It is for some. Oh. It is That's for some. funny how you, mm-hmm. you 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 remark like that because. Uh, but you could you could tweet us at oh. Pat Unleashed as Glassy now did. I was in San Francisco recently. She's uh, Glassy says he or she, uh, and even in nicer areas, there were needle disposal containers in all the bathrooms. Oh yeah. My sister thought there was a diabetes epidemic. <laughs> oh yeah, well, remember? I mean, they're, they're yeah, building. You saw the you saw the you know the the bus station or the train depot or whatever the heck it was. But uh, yeah, that's why they're station. that's why they're building uh, their the shooting gallery, right? The the they're building the big building so that the junkies can go there, and they're going to have a nurse available. The only thing that they're not going to do is sell them the heroin, Jeez. right? I mean, they're going to have fresh, clean needles. Give them time. And, and Give have, them time. They'll do that. Uh, as I know. Well. They'll do that. So it's not. So it's pure. Yeah. No, it's not cut. You don't want any of that dirty stuff and no, any of that right? fentanyl heroin. Right. Uh, it can Ooh, kill people. Right. Uh, ex-cop Benghazi, don't all men run to the sap sideline and grab their crotch? <laughs> that was in reference to uh, Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. <laughs> uh, Tabby and Jake 03, no BYU players taken in the draft yet? Perhaps an indicator of what happened this past season. <laughs> Perhaps. That's a really Perhaps. 
good players. Yeah. Same with the Huskers. Now we expect a uh, defensive a linebacker, Fred Warner, to be taken in round two or three. Do we? Or four. Do we? Have they consulted you? Mm-hmm. We do. Have we you, expect that. Yeah. Have you, uh, that. you been promoting him to the, yeah. to the teams? Yeah. Getting him out bit. there? A little bit. Yeah. A lot of people call me and say, hey, Pat, who's... Who's, Who's up? Yeah. We really want somebody from BYU. What, what, what do we need? <laughs> uh, from Nicole, Stints and Stones. Good band name. Oh, yeah. Keith, that's like your it. thing. Stints uh, and Stones. Nick in Detroit. I'll bet those heavy bricks are made of plastic. All oh, the ones in the uh, commercial. Let's let's show oh, the commercial yeah. again. Okay, because it's time for our Flex Seal Family of Products demonstration. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and here is the glue commercial, the Flex Seal Glue Shows how amazing this stuff is, man. You just jam it together and it picks stuff up immediately. Watch this. Okay. Flex Glue's a powerful adhesive with amazing instant grab. Right? It amazing locks instant into place grab. And it holds on tight. Yep. Flex Glue acts like a magnet. Even this mm-hmm. heavy brick is going to stick. Mm. And our pro formula has even that more in. instant grab. So you can tackle instant the biggest grab. jobs. Right. Now there's flex glue for everything you do. Okay, I'm pretty sure they changed that. I don't think because they there was only two strips on it before. There were four that time, and our pro seal or whatever they gave a little qualifier there, didn't they? Yes, it they hadn't a, said that in a previous. Commercials. No, they had not. No, they had not. And he, what else? Can, can we see that again? Just the last, like the last half. Is it possible? Where he know. comes back around if we if we mm-hmm. can, but he there was something else that he says in there and that it seems like he's giving himself an out now. All right, let's see. That's just kind of mm-hmm. flex glue's a powerful okay, so, adhesive mm-hmm. with amazing instant grab. Instant grab. It locks into place. Locks into place. And it holds on tight. Holds on tight. Flex glue acts like a magnet. Even this heavy brick is going to stick. And our pro formula has even more instant grab. So you can tackle the biggest jobs. Now there's flex glue for everything you do. I'm almost positive that that's a new commercial. That's the pro. And and there were five on on that brick, not four. Really? Yeah, he's got one, two, three, four, five along there. Okay. So, I mean. So let's let's check this out. And we'll start with. Let's start with the big one because I I'm positive this is not <laughs> I am positive this five. is not going to work. Five? So oh, do do five strips of glue on on the cinder block, make it thick, thick strips of glue. Are you are you going to be able to? Can you actually squeeze the glue out of the tube? I can't hold scissors, much less squeeze glue. All right, there you go. Okay, that should be. When they shoot infomercials, this stuff is usually. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Well, there's one. This way. This way? Really? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There's one, two. That's not thick enough. I know. It's not. I was going to say two. There's no way this is going to work. <laughs> go back over that. Over, over yeah. That give, them, give them another uh, layer or two, and we'll see if we can. Nah, that's pretty good. Right? Yeah, that's not now, I mean, we're giving him know. the benefit of the yeah, doubt I don't know here. That this is even his, uh, here, I think his was thicker, actually. He would probably use the whole too. Okay. And it That's certainly actually, doesn't squeeze out as easily as he shows it. Oh, no, it's, it's a workout. I'm not used to that. Um, <laughs> okay, now, 
Put the other cinder block on top of it. Jam it in. Let's see that baby pick up. Here we go. Here All we right. go. All right. Pick, pick it, it up. up. Pick, pick it up, Jeffy. Pick, pick it up. It up. Oh! No. Man. What? <laughs> Not even close. It didn't even lift up at all off the ground. Come on now. Okay, hold on. Give it. Give it five it's seconds. It's amazing. It Insta stick will pick it <laughs> right up. This was the pro, right? I'm give it five seconds. This was. Oh. This isn't the pro. Oh no. Oh, it's not the pro. Oh, no. Hold it. All right. You ready? Okay. Ready? Here we yes. go. It's had some time to cure. Yeah! It didn't work again. Okay. So that stuff just does not work. So surely the bricks. We're going to have to try the pro later on. We don't have don't the pro with this, but I definitely want to try the yeah. bricks. Yeah, because okay. the bricks were fast. So the bricks were supposed to work with just this regular and glue. And fast, yeah. Oh, oh, this was regular? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was just, he said, and the InstaPro or the... the the pro glop yeah, three, three of them. was for the was for the bigger yes uh, thing, which is kind of understandable because you know this glue is not going to work for that. Now I will be somewhat impressed if if it'll pick up the brick it right will. away. You think, think it will? It will. Do you really? I'm betting. Uh, I'm what do you think, on Keith? Uh, yes, I do. I don't think it will. I'm betting on the bricks. Right? <clears throat> All right, yeah. you have a flat end. Let me see a flat side. Okay, good. Jam it on there. And let's see it. Hold tight. Oh, it did. Yeah. All right. It yeah. did. Oh, no, 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 it did not. Oh, no. It did as long as his did on the commercial. <laughs> it That's picked why it he up. picked it up and set it down. And then it put it, it on the off. ceiling, guys? You yep. want to try to put it on the ceiling? No. <laughs> but that's why he picked it up and set it down. Right okay, picked it up. Is it hold? And he said, "The longer it's on, yeah. the strong, the stronger it gets." Yes. Does it look like it's stronger now? Does it feel better? It's not coming loose. I bet you the cinder blocks don't come apart now. Yeah. I bet you. Pick up the cinder block, see if it works now. Oh, not there was a little. Was there a little hold? Really? Oh. We'll see if it works by the end of the show. Yeah, it might. It might actually for a little bit. I will be impressed if it works by the end of the show. It had some pull there. Huh. Okay. So the bricks actually, I guess, will we consider the bricks actually worked? I think you'd I think say give, that we'd worked. Give that. We'd give that to Yeah. Them. Yes. The cinder block did not work, but now they're saying it's the Flex Seal Pro. Pro. Whatever. Which we don't have yet, but we'll have to order that and oh, try it well. again. Yeah, I mean, I can't. We're keeping that company in business. Our house <laughs> no is kidding. falling down now. Right? Your pro. Right? <laughs> I saw this boot in half. And then my family saw it. <laughs> but the, uh, the tape that we tried before yeah. didn't come no. anywhere that near. Was, uh, no, it did not work as close to this. Yeah, the glue looks like it's it's. I mean, even if closer to working than anything else. Yeah, I mean, even uh, if it's not the pro, the cinders actually had a little pull after after a couple of minutes. That's interesting. Yeah, push push down on it a few times during the show, and then we'll try to pick it up toward the end. Um, so the flex seal tape did not work. The flex seal rubberized stuff didn't work. Uh, the other Flex Seal product we tried in the family of products didn't work, but this Flex Seal glue seems to have some have some uh, some gripping effect. Might have some merit to it. Yeah, I don't know that I would. I wouldn't stake my life on no, it. No, I would. I wouldn't. I don't know that I'd trust a wall. No, no, no. Okay, you're supposed to be able to use this. See now, I know we're talking about we're not using the pro, yeah. but listen to what it says on the back here. All right, it says use on all types of metal. Wood, foam, rubber, tile, ceramic, marble, porcelain, glass, granite, brick, concrete, stucco, mm. plaster, stone, okay. masonry, 
drywall, sheetrock, fiberglass, some plastics. Oh, look. And, and look, I heard brick and concrete in there. If you're going to hawk a product mm-hmm. and you want people to believe that it's going to stick anything together, you can't take anything off the list. <laughs> right? You just add. Okay. Whatever, yeah. whatever you're going to put together, whatever it two works. surfaces you it need, works. It, it works on. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't, you did it wrong. If we forget anything, anybody? Hey, anybody got any other ideas? Uh, right. It was, just put it on the list. Uh huh. It's so funny. And, and it works on is so ambiguous. And it, it does say, say super strong bond, instant grab and right. hold. Instant grab and hold, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a. Uh, uh, like you saw that it grabbed and hold the small bricks. Yeah. But, uh, but not the center block. Right. And it also didn't hold on very long. I mean, it had to harden up, you know, those bricks <laughs> still come apart. And they continue to claim that it works underwater. Which, <laughs> I saw that uh, There is no crap. way that works. No, no. Uh, cause no. we tried it underwater last time with the tape thing. Cause they showed that the tape works underwater. Uh, no, no. Now I will not. say maybe we, maybe we send Keith out in the lake. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, film him uh, trying to do something underwater. Maybe can saw a bone in half, and, and then can we wait it till it warms together. up? Though hey, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a little chilly. Anyway, I know, uh, but it's for it's for the show. Oh well, then since it's for the show, right? You can do anything for the show. I'll do anything for the night. Because we all know that you're that dedicated. Am I? No. Okay. No, probably not. Uh, did you guys see that the uh, no confidence vote for the Broward County yes. Sheriff Scott Israel was like eighty five percent? Yeah, of yeah. his employees mm-hmm. said his no. Yeah. Five hundred and thirty four out of six twenty eight had no confidence yeah. in this guy. He and he is blaming that on uh, not him, of course. Oh, it's never his fault. No, 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 no. It's no, never no, his no. problem. It's, it's never his, his issue. problem. But he was blaming that on not giving them a uh, not okaying oh, a right. raise. Right. The six and a half percent raise. Uh, they were just irritated. <laughs> were they, Scott? Guys, so were bad. they irritated the with you, sir? Uh, all right. Let me tell you about a uh, weight loss product that has really swept this building. It's called Riduzone, and it is a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement to support healthy weight and just be a part of your concerted effort to get rid of uh, overweightedness, any kind of obesity you might uh, be trying to get rid of. It was launched by a local company who took the good stuff in olive oil and created a patented product which contains OEA that has been shown to boost metabolism and reduce your appetite and helps burn fat. So with proper nutrition and exercise, Riduzone can also make you less hungry so that you're not thinking about food all day. And that comes in really handy after you've lost the weight and when you're trying to keep it off. Then you take the Riduzone too, and that helps you get your mind off of it. And so you keep that weight off. Go to Riduzone.com, enter the promo code PAT, and you'll get 30% off at three-month supply. Riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat 
Gray is here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, yesterday they had that uh, historic meeting between North and South Korea. Kim Jong Un visiting Moon Jae In, and uh, kind of interesting. After he, uh, Kim Jong Un left, he had these bodyguards that run beside his vehicle. Oh, that's be cute. Uh, so yeah, can we let's, let's take a look at that. <laughs> Nice. And apparently, yeah, there, there, there we go. Twelve bodyguards running alongside the car. Uh, now, when it speeds up to like thirty, do they stay with the car? Because that would be impressive. <laughs> That's the case. What happens when they what get to the interstate? What is that supposed to do? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Uh, I guess it makes it tougher to shoot the person inside, but you would think it's bulletproof glass, wouldn't you? What are you? <laughs> Maybe they're trying hey, to in case somebody runs at the vehicle. I don't know. If, it, if somebody runs at the vehicle, you speed the vehicle up. Nobody can run with the vehicle. Well, maybe they've never <laughs> noticed there's a gas pedal. I don't it know. It's a really weird... It looks like it's just rolling in neutral. North Korean thing. What is happening? This is to show that our bodyguards are so fast, right. we can run with cars. Is that what that is about? Or <laughs> Good stuff right there. North Korea. You got to love them. You got to love them. I mean, everything they do is just a little bit different. Just a little bit. It's a little bit different. Like, hey, if you don't say nice things about uh, the dear leader, oh, you get to go break rocks at a prison camp. It's a little bit different. It's right? a little bit different. A little bit different. A little bit. Hey, if you uh, steal a poster off a wall, uh, we beat you till you die. Okay. Eh, it's just a little bit different. A little bit. Everything's a little bit different there. But I will say, pretty encouraging, though, that... Uh, that he has met with the uh, leader of South Korea, which, again, has never happened before in history. Not since the division of the of the country have the two leaders met. And so uh, that's pretty amazing. And again, the left will never give credit to Donald Trump over that. They'll never say, yeah, Donald Trump had something to do with that. But nobody else has been able to make this happen, including George W. Bush, including Ronald Reagan, including George H.W. Bush. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, it's not just Democrats like Clinton and o- and Obama. Do you think over in North Korea they have um, Flex Seal? Hmm. In think, North Korea? Yeah, you think they have no. that? No. No. Because, I mean, it's just too much of a marvel. They wouldn't too have much that of a, in that Too society. much of a marvel. Oh, yeah. wait, wait. Where's the story of the North Korean dude taking his toilet everywhere? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Oh, boy, that's fun. No, there's a story North we've got Korean over there dude. where he takes his... Uh, uh, he takes his toilet because he doesn't want. Uh, oh yeah, South Kim Jong Un takes his personal toilet with him because when he goes to the bathroom, he doesn't want South Korea to to analyze what's inside his little sample there. Well, fecal matter, because uh, they'll be able to figure out what diseases he has. <laughs> it's gross. It's good. like like a really are they that are they that concerned about what might be wrong with him or right with him or. Uh, we're going to find out what he's got in his stool sample. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I just have okay. to be pretty hard up to do that, frankly. Uh, I'm not doing that. But they grow corn in North Korea. Uh, t- triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Court in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, first of all, I just want to tell you all, thank you all for getting me through, especially work and all these days, you know, informing me and, um, I work a night shift and just getting to hear you, Doc, and um, Glenn every morning really makes my day. So thank, thank you all for everything you all do. Thank you. God bless you all. 
Appreciate that. Uh, um, I'm getting married tomorrow, and I was wondering if I could have oh. some marriage wisdom from you and Stu and if Jeffy. I guess Jesse, Jeffy left already. No, Jeffy's here. Oh, he's there? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Stu's not in here, but uh, Keith is. Uh, okay. But you're getting married tomorrow? Yes, sir, I am. Why? Congratulations. Thank you. I'm Jeffy wants to know I mean, why. why? <laughs> uh, I've been with her for seven and a half years, and we had a year and a half long engagement. Again, <laughs> that doesn't answer my question, sir. Because, because she's my other half. Uh, we, we're equally yoked on the same path to God, and there's nobody oh, else. That's, oh, that's nice. So seven years it's taken you, though? Yeah. I know. Well, I wanted to wait till I was out of college, and I wanted her to be out of college. All right. Everybody rushed goals. to get into marriage within a okay. year or five months. So. Well, it sounds like you're on the right track already. I, Absolutely. I think when you're yoked together and and, and headed toward yeah. uh, God, that's the best yeah, advice I could, I could ever give. It sounds like you're already there. Yeah, uh, foundation of God, everything yep. will work yep. out. So. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, uh, Court. That'll get you through all kinds of hard times. Uh, you know, because it's hard enough. It's hard enough with the right person if if you're uh, headed in the right direction with them. It's impossible to me, I think, if you're not. Then it's just forget it. It's not going to work. Wow. I mean, look at all Are you the, like a marriage counselor now? <laughs> <laughs> look at all the women you've been through and all the failed you know, relationships that you've right. had to endure. Right. I mean, wouldn't you say that's pretty accurate? Uh, and worth it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's only a couple that weren't. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jer- Jeremy in New, Me- New Mexico, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, maybe that flex seal will help hold Court's marriage together. I don't know. <laughs> right? Right. Hey, anything that works. All right. 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 So with that, with that flex seal, um, I use spray adhesives. I use like a 3M high strength adhesive spray that you get at Home Depot quite often. Yeah. And um, um, if you think about the carpet in your church building, it's a, it's a commercial industrial grade carpet. It's very stiff and it's very hard to move. And I'm, and I'm actually in at the very moment, I am wrapping two by fours with this carpet. And the thing with as spray adhesives or any kind of adhesives that you have to know that if you spray your surfaces with it and then put it on, the glue is still um, fresh and it's soft. Right. And what you got to do is you spray both of your surfaces. Like I sprayed the two by four and my carpet. And then mm. I wait about two or three minutes. And then when I put them together, I hold it. Mm-hmm. And as hard as that carpet is and as tight as a bend around of a two by four it is, it, it, it holds just fine to that, that two by four. So when, when, when it dries and cures. So mm. your two bricks that you have together right now sitting right. there, the reason why it's starting to hold more is because that glue is drying. And, 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 I, and I understand right. that. I get it. Right. I get it. But, but that's not, not what the commercial says, right. sir. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yes. And, the commercial and, doesn't say, yeah. hey, if you're in the right. back of your church and you want to wait 10 minutes on each board. <laughs> yes. You yeah. have to. It doesn't work as advertised. I, I'm with you. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. work. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. That's the thing. Yes. Because it's like. Thank you. I saw this boat in half, <laughs> and then I taped it up with uh, the flex tape, and I oh took it God. out of the flare out of Florida Everglades, and I had a great time. Went around the world, did you? <laughs> really? And even more impressive than that, probably, is uh, when that huge bucket of water is pouring yes. water, and he just slaps a piece of tape on the side. Stopped. Yeah, as it's pouring out, and it stopped. No, and it stopped instantly on the commercial. That can't happen. I I don't believe that can happen. We couldn't even get it to stop leaking in a bucket. In a teeny, teeny, tiny little leak. It was like a pinhole leak, and it couldn't do it. 
So come on now. Come on. Let's now, try, to, we'll try, check to out the bricks. try to pick up the cinder block again. Because I mean, the, the bricks are already I think they're together. pretty solid, right? Yeah, you're good. Let's see the bricks. You have the bricks right there. And shake them a little bit. Yeah, hold them over your foot while you shake them. <laughs> there we oh. go. Oh, fail. Upside down. Okay. Oh, oh, come on now. That was horrible. That's disappointing. That is That's because it's been, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. 20 minutes? You can't even do a little of this. You can't even do the dumb brick, let alone the cinder block. Well, oh. let's see if you if you can pick it up at Again, all. Again, under your feet. Above your feet. Look at the... No! Oh, no! Okay. No! All right. So it held for a second, maybe a split second, and then off it came. Yeah, maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe it's only supposed to hold it for five seconds, and you walk off camera like the guy on the commercial, and then who right. knows what happened behind him. I mean, it's just false advertising. That sure is. How do you get away with that? That's just plain false advertising. I don't know. I, maybe we should just start selling face cream. Okay. Right? Yep. Maybe we just like do it. that. You know, Joanne, Joanna Gaines did that. Really? Yeah, that's why oh. That's why she left the show. She that's left, uh, why the show's not on the air now. That's why she left Fixer Upper, and it was so bad that she didn't even tell Chip she was leaving. Why wouldn't you do he that? He was pissed off at first, but then he thought, then he well, realized. Then he realized, well, maybe I can just hang with her, and so he left, too. And I mean, that's see, why you that's never a marriage the show cult anymore. shouldn't be paying attention to. We're not even going to discuss <laughs> business ventures together. <laughs> right, right. Then, uh, interestingly, I don't know, what is this, the sixth, seventh, eighth season, something like that? They are. This is their last yeah, season. Yeah, this is their last season. Mm-hmm. I think they're tired of... Lying to each other. Lying. <laughs> of lying to each other. Exactly right. Of lying to America, actually. Right. I mean, they're not lying, lying to each other. To they're lying to us. Yeah. All of us. <laughs> We're all being lied to. I mean, they've got a lot going on. They've got that uh, Magnolia place. they got their, uh, you know, the Magnolia place. <laughs> they've got the, don't forget you the, know, the Magnolia place. The Magnolia place. You know, I mean, they're busy, right? And then what you else guess. do they have going on, though? Well, some other stuff oh, like, on like the side, what? you know. Tell me. I want to know. <laughs> They've got that whole, the whole. You know that whole thing the whole they do thing. with the fixer-upper thing? Uh-huh. It okay. just won't be filmed anymore. I think they'll probably still do remodeling uh-huh. what, or whatever. Well, and then, they? you know, of course, they, I mean, they're going to have to fix up the Magnolia thing once and then in a the while, right? Magnolia You're thing right. will need some improvements. It's going to be really sad when I'm flipping through the TV late at night and I step on the home shopping network and I see them hawking their facial cream. I'm be like, man, they used to do <laughs> home remodeling. I wish now, we would have believed right. it. <laughs> uh, are they, they're not going to mention the Magnolia thing, are they? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Blaze Radio Network. I saw this boat in hell. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this boat in half. <laughs> oh boy, what I, a fail. I am a big fan of the Flex Seal family of products. Even though they don't work as advertised. <clears throat> I'd like to know how they get away with that. Seriously, how do they get away with it? Nothing almost nothing they've ever said is accurate. I, we had somebody working to try to make it happen, to try to sort of 
make it work for them. But that's not how they present it on the commercials. Now, if you if you did the glue strips and then you waited, of course, it's going to dry and can congeal on there and kind of glue together over time. And you got a much better chance of it working if you wait 10, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever, and then try it. But that's not how it's presented. Nope. They strip on the glue. They just squeeze out the strips, put the cinder block on top, pick it up. It's just that easy. Hmm. Except it isn't. Uh, maybe we will try. I don't know if we're going to try the Pro or not, because I, I don't believe it'll work either. Nothing nothing we've ever done with them. I guess the bricks sort of worked, right? The two bricks. Yeah, I mean if you're only trying to hold bricks yeah. together for 5 seconds, yeah, you got it. You can sort of you can sort of make that. Yeah, okay, that was sort of accurate. But the rest of the stuff? No. No, thank you. Uh 888-933-93. Uh Nick in Illinois, you're on the blaze. Hi. Matt Gray, this is uh, Alex Jones of Infowars.com. I want you to know that your kidney stones are caused by the globalists. (laughs) I've been working closely with an Indian doctor, uh, Dr. Awampabaloopop, Wampamboom. He told me that uh, you actually have what's called a fluoride kidney stone. Uh, People in the media are trying to uh, say that you've been working for, uh, you've been missing work to work for the foreigner campaign to enter the Rock Hall of Fame. But you know what? I've seen your kidney stone. It was all bloody and wet. (laughs) And again, this has been proven by the government, and the government is trying to silence the media from releasing this to the media and the government and the globalists. (laughs) All right. Thank you, uh, Alex. Oh, my goodness. Appreciate that. Um, Well, you know what? I've seen your hernia. (laughs) And he's seen your kidney stones too. Where, yeah, Alex Jones and is my everywhere. Kidney, he's everywhere. Like, guys, everywhere. You might want to keep he's, an eye open. You know, he's talked about deep state all the time. I mean, he's more deep state than the deep state is. Uh, <laughs> Lewis in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey guys, want to comment hey. on the the story there about uh, Kim Jong Un taking his toilet with him everywhere? Okay. All <laughs> right. Now I believe uh, your uh, network there. Previously, uh, Pat and Stu show had credible video of him declaring that he was so perfect that he never even went to the bathroom. Huh. Did he I not? Think, I think that's true. Yeah. Right. I, th- now that you mentioned it, I th- never stopped working. He worked continuously for the people and never even took a break to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so well, something uh, yeah. a little bit here. Being a god, oh, yeah. I think he also said he doesn't have any waste, right? Yeah. Because that's it. He was so perfect. That he didn't need to go. That's amazing. Look at this. Yeah, that's a good memory, Lewis. I got a story. Thank you, Lewis. Uh, Fifth of June, twenty sixteen. He does not defecate. Appreciate the call. Thanks. Yep, he's he's right. (laughs) Let me see the headline. Go back up. Uh, Kim Jong Un doesn't poo. (laughs) Crazy facts: All North Korea must believe or else. So that's one of the things you know, because like his dad supposedly went golfing once and golfed in eighteen. In 18 holes. He had a hole in one on every every single hole. I bet he just was bored after that. He's like, why am I going to go yeah, back and then he's out? like, I'm not going to do that again because that's okay. just a stupid easy sport mm-hmm. for a god. Well, that's I guess they're tr- still shopping that stuff with the public because, uh, yeah, he doesn't poo. I had completely <laughs> forgotten about it. That's a really good callback. I, I tell you, um, nothing to envy. That is a book you must read with your kids if you want to know what it's like in North Korea 
what those people go through. Yeah, but then it turns serious. So it's beyond the poo stuff. Yeah, then it's, it's yeah. like... Or you could just say, hey, guys, look at this. <laughs> he doesn't poo, but he travels with his own potty. It, it gets pretty serious because, you know, they put their they put their citizens through hell. It is... Absolute sheer, unadulterated hell. Unspeakable. Yeah. And there's hundreds of thousands of people in concentration camps, labor camps, uh... We've all heard about the ways in which he has disposed of his uncle and his half-brother. Uh, it's brutal. It's ruthless. We all know about Otto Warm Beer. And the guy just removed a poster from a wall. Yeah. Wanted it for a, for a souvenir when he went back home. And then, I mean, they even got him to do the uh, admission. He did that. He... Uh, I think he renounced the United States. He did what they wanted him to do, and they still tortured him to death. It's just despicable yeah, over something like that. And South Korea <clears throat> is the complete opposite. It is a capitalist haven, and the people there look at North Koreans as just brothers that have been separated by a fake border mm-hmm. for half a century plus now, and you get to South Korea, and you're a North Korean. They let you come. They embrace you. They bring you in. They because they know care what it's like there. Yeah, and they they yeah. give you. Um, I think it's about twenty thousand dollars to resettle. Oh wow! Do yeah, they? Yeah, they take care of you. They want to be reunited, um, and so wow. they absolutely um, with open arms accept their brothers from the north. It's really something, and they they've always been really hesitant about tough rhetoric coming from us to the north because they. They just want to get along with them. That's true. They just want an end to the hostilities. And uh, but this, you know, maybe what has happened since Donald Trump and the tough rhetoric, maybe that opens up their eyes to uh, what can happen if you show strength. Because mm-hmm. that's what he understands, obviously. I mean, we are clearly closer today of a reunified or at least a peaceful North Korea mm-hmm. than we've been since the Korean War. Oh, since and, the 1940s, for and, sure. And we say it on this program all the time. <clears throat> we will give credit absolutely where credit is due when Trump does something great. And and this is pretty great. The way he's played this so far, this is... this is. And I had my doubts. Amazing how far we've come so far. Didn't you? I was nervous about yeah. the oh, way yeah. he was handling Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, oh, right now. Yeah. Let's tone it down a little bit. Maybe stop the uh, four in the morning bathroom tweets. I don't know. Uh, and, and, but it worked. And, I, it's and that's that's my question. Obviously worked. Is behind the scenes what worked? I don't know. Or is it a combination of behind the scenes and these I'll, tweets? Whatever it is, though, I'll take it because yeah. here we are at a point where the two leaders have gotten together. Yep. And then we've gotten to see really interesting displays like uh, the girls at the Olympics. What were they called? The little cheerleader group? Uh, yeah. And that little creepy thing that goes on. And then we found out that a lot of them had been sent to camps afterward. Uh, Not not this particular group necessarily, but groups in the past had wound up in labor camps for something they'd done on a tour. Then we get to see really cool things like the 12 bodyguards running along with the uh, car that is taking Kim Jong-un back to the airport. That was fun, too. (laughs) I don't know if we're supposed to believe that when the car speeds up to 50 they're all running at 50 as well i, I don't know how that works well they if i mean if they're mm. gods too then they're probably running at you know 85 90 miles an hour down the side of the road now that's the video i want to i see. think they can only be demigods oh so, so they're not yeah, okay no. okay uh, mexican rapper and youtube star confessed this week 
<clears throat> to dissolving the bodies of three missing film students in acid at the behest of a drug cartel. This is really a horrific story. Christian Omar Palma Gutierrez, better known as QBA. You have a lot of his stuff at home. You have uh, at home? Full it's, library. it's in my phone right yeah. now. Okay. Um, he's been detained over the deaths, deaths of these three students. One of them was 25. The other two were 20. Uh, he confessed to state prosecutors that he disposed of the bodies after the three victims were kidnapped, tortured, and murdered. Gutierrez admitted to a friend. Here's a, you know, I guess a fairly well-known YouTube guy and rapper in Mexico. And he admitted to a friend that one of the cartels recruited him three months ago to work for the Jalesco New Generation Drug Cartel, and that he had received 3,000 pesos a week. You know what 3,000 pesos amounts to? $159 a week. You're willing to sell out to a drug cartel for 159 bucks a week? Wow. So, like $640 a month. And you'll dissolve bodies in acid. Jeez. I mean, if you got a big following, right? He's got a hundred money. A hundred twenty-five thousand subscribers on YouTube. That's pretty big. Yeah. A lot of his videos include images of poor neighborhoods, drugs, and weapons. Others feature the rapper and his friends showing off luxury vehicles and motorcycles. You're not having luxury vehicles and motorcycles at $640 a month. So he must have been making some pretty good money on his YouTube uh, channel. It doesn't really say whether he actually killed the students or whether he just disposed of their bodies. But these three kids just sadly wandered into a place uh, they probably shouldn't have been. They didn't know, though. Uh, And they were mistaken for members of a rival gang. And so they were abducted on a road near the house they were going into while dressed as police officers. God, these cartels are brutal. They interrogated the students at a safe house, beat one of them so badly he died, prompting them to kill the other two. And so then Guterres took their bodies and dissolved them in acid. Uh, Last year, Mexico experienced its highest annual murder rate since modern record-keeping began with 25,000 thousand killings reported what was the number we just had the other day we uh so far this year it's been almost eight thousand in the first three months of the year we were on a pace for like 30 or thirty-two thousand yeah. deaths and in last, mexico last year was the worst in 20 years yeah and it's going to surpass that and this year if it stays at this pace right. we'll surpass it mm-hmm. but you know i talked about how a lot of times uh mexico will send troops from the military north to try to battle with these drug cartels. And they have such a problem with that because at one point they, they sent 7,000 troops. This was back like 2008. They sent 7,000 troops to the border uh, or the northern provinces of Mexico. And four out of the 7,000 were bought off by the drug cartel because they have the money to do it. And if it only takes $159 a week to buy these people off, geez, what chance do they have there to get their country back? Also, severed heads were found in Texas and Louisiana. This is almost certainly Mexican drug cartels. 
Investigators are trying to determine if severed heads discovered last month near lakes in Texas and Louisiana are part of the same gruesome case from these cartels. Houston Chronicle reported two unidentified victims were white women with reddish hair, good teeth. The heads were found in plastic bags and in similar surroundings. One near Lake Houston, the other uh, near Calcasieu Lake. Some volunteers doing doing uh, some cleanup near Lake Houston made the horrific discovery. That had to be horrible. Uh, nobody's been arrested. They haven't found anybody in connection with these killings. Uh, but don't worry about it. This is all, I mean, south of the border. You don't have to. Uh, Thank goodness we have borders. Right? And walls. Because, yeah, then you just keep that violence on and the other side. Don't violence. even worry about it coming north to, the, to Texas <laughs> or Louisiana or uh, all 50 states. Don't even worry about that. Uh, let me tell you about a new sponsor. Well, fairly new. They're starting to become veterans now of the show. <laughs> uh, bomb Shot Lip Balm. Keith is uh, getting his out of his pocket right now. Now, you might say, Keith, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't put that stuff in your, in your pants pocket. It'll get all gooey at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That was Wayne's problem. He'd put it in his pocket, and at the end, he'd have a gloppy, gooey mess in his, in his pocket. And mm-hmm. then you've, you've got keys in there or whatever yep. else. It's all messed up. But oh. not this, because listen, this is not how this. it closes tightly. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. That's an airtight seal. Mike. Yeah, it is. That's like a hermetic seal. And don't forget, you can trigger <clears throat> a liberal when you show him a shotgun shell. It's so cool. It's such <laughs> a cool looking uh, lip balm. It's just, it's awesome. And and on top of how cool the case is, it works. It works. I carry this in my product. pocket. It has nothing to do with this commercial. It just, every time he brings it up, I'm like, oh yeah, I've got it right here. Because I use it, it's awesome. Period. Yeah, if, if you have the cool case, but the product isn't any good, then you've, yeah, what do you have? Nothing, really. <clears throat> Except a cool case. Mm-hmm. But Wayne was really frustrated with the substandard lip products, the lip balm products that he had. And like we said, had the gooey mess in his pants every day um, in his pocket uh, at the end of the day. In 2010, he finally took matters into his own hands and he started Balm Shot Lip Balm. Started it in Boise, Idaho. Still does everything right here in America. You fast forward to 2018 now, and Bomb Shot's in over 3,000 stores nationwide. His product is, as I mentioned, 100% American-made. And right now, there's a great special for you, our Blaze listeners. All you need to do is go to bombshot.com, use the promo code PAT. P-A-T. You buy their six-pack, you get a seventh for free. Buy six, get seven, plus free shipping. Hmm. Awesome. That's balmshot.com, promo code PAT, B-A-L-M-S-H-O-T.com, balmshot.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. Hello, 888-933-93. Still, still some time to get in uh, with whatever whatever's on your mind today. Whatever you'd like to share. It is Free Speech Friday at 888-900-3393. Uh, 
if you walked into Grace Hopper College Courtyard last year, the Yale campus, you may have seen a cat on a leash. Last fall, you might have seen a dog. This semester, there are two of them scurrying (laughs) around the area. These are emotional support animals. Oh, no. Yeah. While Yale College does not allow students to live with pets on campus, University Policy 4400 allows students to live with emotional support animals. Huge difference. Don't call my emotional support animal a pet. Mm-hmm. It is not. No. I have it solely for emotional support. Also called assistance animals. Uh, they can, on a case-by-case basis, in a reasonable accommodation for a documented disability, uh, remain with you in your in your home housing. <laughs> Last year, there was a total of one registered support animal on Yale's campus, a kitten named Sawa. Isn't that adorable? This year, there are 14. I would have figured 400 or 4,000 by now. I mean, it's Yale. Wouldn't, wouldn't you have thought the number is better oh, yeah. than 14? Well, give it time. It's a, it's a yeah, young uh, project going well, on. Yeah, well, we have 14 times as many uh, as we did last year. So if that happens again, that's going to be a lot. <clears throat> if what is played out at other schools is true, then yes, there will be a lot more. 172 if they continue at this rate. I do think we're going to see a large increase in numbers, definitely. Emotional <laughs> support animals require no training. They don't even have to be dogs. Their purpose is to provide a therapeutic benefit through companionship. At Yale, there are emotional support dogs, obviously. Emotional support uh, cats. And then it doesn't tell me what other kinds of animals there are. Um, We must have missed a page here, uh, Keith. Okay. See, it goes from emotional support dogs to a picture of a dog. Now, I already knew what a dog looked like. So I didn't really need that. Okay. It's uh, Friday, y'all. But the or class whatever. of twenty one of 2021 was asked on uh, the first year housing survey whether they would be agreeable to sharing a suite with a student who has an emotional support album, animal, or a service animal. No. Still, despite the increase in number of such uh, animals, there is little scientific evidence to support their <laughs> impact on humans. Uh-huh. There isn't research that speaks directly to emotional support animals. There's little directly on that that I'm aware of. Although we generally agree that science informs policy, often it just doesn't work out like that. Now, we do have an emotional support animal that we keep here at the station. And he runs in here, you know, we let him in during the show. He was just here a few minutes ago. He helps helps us out. (laughs) And uh, demonstrations and stuff. So, uh, you know, it's just you got to... Pretty much anything can be an emotional support animal, though. Like they said, it doesn't have to be a dog or a cat. It could be a gerbil. It's my emotional support gerbil. Huh. Uh, so I'm taking it to class with me. I bet you they couldn't. I bet they couldn't say no. Huh. I'll bet at Yale they cannot say no. No, I need that for my emotional support. Um, again, this is <clears throat> this is the generation we've created through participation trophies. It's a society out of control. I mean, my gosh. All over the place. What's next? The crying closet at the <laughs> University of Utah? Oh, you said you're never going to do anything <laughs> like that? Except they already did. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. What? I talked about this already? I didn't remember that. Uh, because at the University of Utah, 
these cute little snowflakes are uh, have installed a cry closet <laughs> filled with stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. So when you feel a little bit stressed during uh, finals, finals week, as this you know? one person is feeling, mm-hmm. here's what uh, Chidi Ahananu said. Okay, Chidi says we have two tests tomorrow. And so this was on Wednesday. Two tests tomorrow, which was Thursday. And get this. Get this. Are you ready? What? Keith, hang on to something. Um, so we have two tests tomorrow. And then another one. No, don't do it. On Friday. <gasps> that is three, three tests. Three tests. On finals week. Finals week. I'm going to tell you something. There yeah. is no way a human being can get through a grueling week like three tests in five days. It can't be done without See, a cry closet. I've it had can't. five, maybe six finals in a week, but at least five. And and we had little closets. Did, you, did on, it kill you? Were you dead for uh, yeah. a while and had to be resuscitated? Obviously, yeah. Yes, yes. Have you seen me? Um, or but, did they have a cry closet for you? Probably well, no, not back then. On, on, on the dormitory floor, mm-hmm. we did have closets, you know, like little mm-hmm. rooms that, well, mm-hmm. they had a desk in them. And you would sit in there and you would study. That's what you would use those little study closets for. Doesn't that build up the stress factor, though, with studying? Because sure. it also builds up the knowledge factor. Um, hmm. But see, what you do is Where you go Where would you use these, that knowledge? Um, to when you, when you take the, the test? Yeah, and then you throw it out the window. But I'm just, okay. don't look past that. I mean, let's yeah. talk about the tests. Uh, but we did huh. have closets. But I guarantee you, these closets that were study closets uh, on my dorm floor will be cry closets for the ne- in the next decade at these campuses. I don't ever want to see one of these little trolls from the University of Utah say anything bad again about, about BYU. I don't ever want to see it. Mm-mm. You've got cry closets. Cry Shut up. Closets. Go back in your cry closet and hold on to a teddy bear or something. Okay? Again, again. Maybe a little ducky. If Utah beats BYU this year. They're not going to. Then you can mock their cry closets if. Yes. BYU beats Utah, then, then you can you could, suggest that they just go cry it out. Well, I mean, you could take the high road. I'm not going to, no, but no, you no, could. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, we'll see you Monday. <laughs>